get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back to the 61st episode of the What Up Though podcast. I am Otis, and that is McSniffles today. I am. <laughs> I I'm had my allergies started acting up at like two o'clock, kicking your ass. Ah, yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting murdered, man. Like it's not even like I woke up and was like, oh man, my allergies acted up. It was like I was cool, and then like two o'clock hit, and all of a sudden I just started sneezing like crazy. Man, that's so if terrible. I sneeze on the podcast, is well, it is a, what it is. It's about it's, the same as me having hiccups on a, I think a couple of podcasts ago. I had I had the hiccups on one too. Man, I hate that shit. God, I hate that shit. Yeah, that's worse because like that shit happens sporadically and like you just talking, you just get the, you just <gasps> like what the fuck. It depends. Sometimes <laughs> if I'm shot in liquor, I get the hiccups, man, and that shit's so worse, dude. Makes me don't even want to take shots and shit. And I'll be like, you know what? I ain't gonna be no bitch. Well, at the moment, there's a strong possibility that there are gonna be some very Violent sneezes coming because my sneezes are hard, so uh, it could happen. But when you're in these, I'm feeling good. Like I'm when you're in these good. streets, you got to do hard sneezes. Yeah, too yeah, yeah. It happens. So I'm feeling good. So I mean, I might hit, I might hit a couple sneezes, but I'm ready to record this podcast. I'm ready to do this. So well, I'm glad you didn't make the, whole I'm glad sneezes. you didn't make the trip over here for nothing. So <laughs> well, that'd be that's, that's great. <laughs> I'm, sne- I'm sneezing too much. Let's postpone Ooh, fuck it. Fuck this shit. <laughs> So we it's uh, gonna take far more. Man, we done fucking recorded this podcast in fucking North fucking Poles weather, and man, we done recorded this shit through some. I we recorded this through some shit. I ain't gonna. I thought it was gonna be dip cool. some sneezes. I thought it was gonna be cooler today. I was thinking at some point we probably had to close the garage door. Well, that season is coming. I I don't know. Are we gonna just gonna go in the house and just record no cigars and shit? Or are we trying to like endure? sub-zero temperatures or some shit for the sake of smoking. I don't know. I feel like I was kind of okay with like recording them over with the heater and shit and just dealing with that and mixing it to where it's like, okay, what's well, it's too cold so we need to go inside, but like I don't want to have like a whole season of like indoor with no cigars podcast. But I mean, who knows? We'll see what happens, man. I feel like I feel like it's going to work itself out. Like I feel like we're going to get to a point where we're gonna be able to record. Like I feel like, like I need a, outside of whatever the fucking weather. I is. need I need a full a full body Carhartt or some shit to be out in this bitch. Cause some of them days, nigga, it was definitely cold in a motherfucker. I, I know whenever whenever I look for a house, my main one of my main things at a house is gonna be able to have somewhere where I can like chill out and smoke and all that shit. So if we don't have a garage that we have set up for like a. With like a ventilator and like a, a good kind of like a, a man cave type deal. If I don't have that, we'll figure something out, man. It's not gonna be like Yeah. Shit. Like, I have a feeling that I have a feeling that this upcoming winter we're gonna be good. Like somehow. Like we're gonna be able to smoke and record the podcast in comfortable conditions this winter. I that's just me putting some positive shit out there, but that's just how I feel. I feel like we're gonna be good this winter. It's not gonna be like last winter. Well hopefully. I'm I'm definitely hoping so I really wanna hopefully my the next place I d- we decide to live, that won't be it for another, another at least two years. I want to either get 
either a, a insulated garage where it just be able to have a section in the garage to do it, or if I could luck up and find a fucking garage that has like a a a, a, a second floor and be able to just insulate it and you know have heat and you know yeah. shit like that. That would be fucking ideal as hell. Like I just want to be able to have a podcast area because I don't really plan on quitting this podcast shit anytime soon. So I really want to investigate a good a good area where you know. Well, FYI F- F- tonight for y'all though, I am gonna be like sniffling a lot probably because my nose is like going crazy. So I'm 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 gonna sniffle a lot. I'm probably gonna sneeze a few times, but we gonna do this podcast and it's gonna be dope. Second and second we, podcast recording because we just recorded Sunday. Yeah, and we man we man fuck y'all man. We don't care about y'all fucking attention spans. We gonna have we gonna hit y'all with these four and a half five hours of podcasting this week and you just gonna deal with it. Yeah, because uh, the our three one three podcast was fire. Dude, that, that was, was so long. dope that I, I didn't know the about time. that. I looked at your word for it. I looked <laughs> on the time when I had finally uploaded the, the SoundCloud. I was like, "Look at this shit!" And then I thought about it again after I went to the podcast, um, went to the SoundCloud page. Like, ain't that some shit? So, yeah. So we had a we, we're gonna have an interesting couple of weeks because uh, in a probably about a month, uh, Sir Mike is gonna be on um, honeymoon and shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm so, gonna be gone, so we're gonna be off for a few weeks. We're either going to be off for a few weeks, or we're going to decide who's going to be a suitable replacement for re- me. Replacement for the week. <laughs> Ain't none of y'all fucking <laughs> with me. So, <laughs> so even think about it. You're gonna be a you're gonna be a fucking half-ass replacement for me. You if you can come on this podcast and replace me adequately, well, congratulations. But but just to good feel, fucking feel, luck. Fill the spot. So it'd be dope. We had to figure out. We, I, I wonder. Don't... Do we know anybody who we feel like could be a, a adequate me? Like somebody who would come in and like. I don't be know. angry well, as I don't fuck. Know. I don't, well, that's the thing. I don't <laughs> say think some we, wild ass. I don't shit. think we can really uh, replace the angry. That's, I don't think. Yeah, that's no, happen. that's impossible. But somebody just, at least I want, like I want somebody just to fill the seat, be able to have some good commentary. You know, bring some topics um, and so forth. So we we figure it out. I don't That'd know. Be Maybe interesting. I'll be interested to hear a podcast without me with somebody who's like not necessarily playing me per se, but like. They know automatically when they sit down. If I'm not here, that they gotta they gotta be me. So like that'll be interesting. I'll be. I think I'll be I already. To hear I, already that. I think I'm going to title it the the Michaelis Podcast. No, nah, you can do better than that. <laughs> you got to come up with a better name than that. I think it'll be a uh, and then just have some picture or some like broke Mike or something. Like <laughs> Michaelis Podcast. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But I, that'd I mean, be that's, dope. That's, I'd be interested to hear that. That'd be a that's another month and I'd know, be interested to hear who it is. Like if they do a good job. I don't know, man. I know maybe we should we should do a poll on like Twitter and Facebook. We should. That, yo, that would be an interesting. Like little yeah. like competition yeah, or, let's do or a poll to see. like who's gonna replace Mike this week. Yeah, <laughs> like, and then just, you better you know. come with your fucking angry game. Right, like. right. So <laughs> you know, do a uh, uh, I guess four hundred characters or less. Like, why should I be the the mic replacement for the? <laughs> that would be dope, man. I like that, man. We should hold that little. I got three weeks until my wedding, man. So that's three weeks that people can kind of like, I guess, like not necessarily compete, but like stake their claim for why they why they should be the person who replaced me while I'm gone. Like that would be dope, man. I like that idea. Yep, That'd I be think a nice little I'm, competition, I'm, like the like what we did for the fiftieth episode. I'm pretty sure we're gonna do it. We're gonna do that. For I sure. like that. Yeah, I think we should do that. That'd yeah, because uh, we I don't really want to go like weeks without a podcast. Yeah, but, you know, just just to keep it keep it rolling and so <laughs> forth. So all we can do is just have like 
just disrespect all the eligible participants and then just have me like phone in from fucking. And I, you know what? I was. It's funny. I was just thinking that. Like that'd be dope as hell to just have. You know, if you phone in, national last podcast. Yeah, you know I, that that car gonna cost you a, a a penny, a pretty penny. But had you just phone in and say some shit while we doing the podcast? I think I, I'm gonna be on what? a. You know the time difference? Yeah, I, I was about to say. I think I'm gonna on a. Uh, Either fourteen or sixteen hour difference. So who's the who's the person you wouldn't want on here? Johnny and uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Liquid slapping flat. No, let's get it. Uh, no, they'd be dope, man. I, I actually I would like that. Like that if I came be, back and you know I heard what? like you and that Liquid would slap, be the opportunity. Well, you know, I did, talk but to- I would be mad that I wasn't there though. Like I would kind of be like. If I would we say, do that. I wanted to be all four. That would have been the opportunity to do. The, I'd be mad. The, I missed a joint. It. Po- yeah. Okay. So yeah. yeah. So we want to do that just because we want to save that for a potential. Yeah, I would be mad. I missed. But you it. say you didn't want to be able to do it without. You didn't want monotone, Mister Monotone, because we wanted him to get him on our podcast. Yeah, as a yeah, third, yeah. So. I, want, I want him to come on. So I guess, sorry, Mister Monotone, you're out, dude. Yeah, fuck um, you, man. Like you should have uh, been on. You should have been on tonight, man. You ain't doing shit, dog. You um, can be on, man. So we think. I don't know. Let's see. Maybe see if. Saf- I don't see. I don't know. I don't know if Safari want to do a whole two hours, or hour, or. Hour I just and feel a half. like some of the people that we, we would have on, I'd be shitty that I wasn't there for it. Like I'd be mad. Like damn, man, I missed that. Because like I, we've been wanting to have him on for a while, and I'd be like. So we both, I'd be mad we, that he would so be on. Been, when I wasn't. We've been here. wanting to have. So it had to be somebody we hadn't thought about having. So we can't do Safari. We can't do Mr. Monotone. Yeah, I, I would want. I would want to. If if you have flat and liquid slap, I would kind of be like, I, no, I'd be kind of sick about it because I would like for all four of us to do a podcast. But if it was like, if it was like Tafari or something or Mr. Monotone, it can't be Mr. Monotone. I want him to be here. Uh, so I, I would want to be here for that. So I, you know, I would guess if it was Tafari, I wouldn't be too mad about it. And if it was liquid slap and flat. I'd be a little sick. I would like to have Mr. Monotone here because just because me and him are like, we see really eye to eye on a lot of that hip hop shit. So I'd be mad if he was here and I wasn't. And we couldn't really chop it up on that on that tip. So, but. Pause. Um, yeah, so we'll figure that out. We'll figure it out. That was a good pause. That was a good one. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out, man. I, either way, I'm not going to be too mad, though. It's whatever. They can come back after the fact when I get back, so we'll be good. Yeah, that's That'd cool. Be cool. So we have figured out. I think that's definitely. Um, um, put your beard in now, people. Yeah, right. put your beard in now, and uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. So we'll do we'll do some kind of posting about that. So I'm gonna start that tomorrow. Yeah, it wants to be me. Yeah, while I'm gone, that'd be good. I think that's be cool. We should actually. What we really should do is do a uh, record a video. <laughs> record like a 30 second video um well you mean like the people have to submit a 30 no, second video a video or? talking about saying hey a, a advertising video oh okay yeah <laughs> record it and we'll post it on on uh what up though uh twitter and what up though facebook are you uncomfortable with saying the word cunt then you can't be on the show <laughs> are you fond of white people <laughs> Are you okay? You're ineligible. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we should do like a video or something on it. And then put it. That'd be dope, yeah. Because I think other than Submit the... Submit a video talking about how much you hate white people. 
Well, no, no, no. I don't think they should submit a video. <laughs> but we should do a video advertising. So we'll do a video. And yeah, that'd be dope. Because other than the, the 50th episode, we haven't done any videos. That'd be, I think that'd be cool, any man. I think we should do vi- promotion videos and just post them to like our Facebook and Twitter. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, we should do that. I got three weeks. We can make that happen. That'd be yeah, fun. That'd be dope. Um, because I th- yeah, it'll be dope. I'm, I'm yeah, looking I'm think about that. And it's gonna be a crazy fall for me, man. Not I'll officially come next podcast. I'll be officially back in school. So Excuse that's my be, sniffles, y'all. Yeah, fuck, fuck that shit. Um, so I'll be officially back in school and trying to find work while I try to take classes so I can get back into the work I want to do. So that's kind of weird, man. It's like I've been, you know, I I'm kind of to the point where I'm gonna have to find some kind of like seasonal gig because it's like, how do you? How do you find a job where, you know, most, for the most part, I mean... <laughs> they know you ain't going to stay? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's <laughs> right. exactly. So it's like, you know, it's like, so... Because I'm like, it's like my class events are like, for the fall, my classes are Monday and Wednesday from five, uh, five to seven. So that's not a, a huge inconvenience to schedule. But you for a typical... on Wednesdays, that's cool. Yeah. So I can still record, that's fine. But as far as like a typical nine to five Wait, when do you start? I start Monday. Oh, okay. The 31st. Oh, shit. Oh, right. Shit. Okay. So... So our next episode that we record, you're gonna be fresh out of class. Fresh, yeah, pretty much fresh oh, out of class shit. coming coming, okay, coming back here. So, like you know, you a typical nine to five. You know, I couldn't be working till five o'clock. Obviously, you know, I got to be working at least four so I could you know make it to school. So you know, looking for a job, and they say, uh, "Well, hey, um, so it's your schedule, blah blah." Like, well, I'm taking classes, so I need to be out by a certain times. So Who are you taking classes in? Such and such. So, are you going to be wanting to work here long? Um, probably not. Um, <laughs> I just need to make some money while I'm in school. So yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how that's going to work. I really would like to find a gig in my field, and then you know maybe even like a entry level or something. Why I do this, and then you know, hey, I'll have my certification certificate after you know by, yeah, that'd be smart. by like March and shit. Like, well, that's ideal, but it's like I don't know. We are, I don't know. I'm about to figure it out, but you know, I'm 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 tired of being fucking poor. Like these last three summers, you know, it's been cra- three years. It's been crazy, but the summers, you know, I cut grass and stuff, and then it's like I get to fall, and it's like fuck. I need to find a part time. Need to find something, but I don't know, man. I'm just tired of being fucking poor. I know that much. When you um, when you are poor, <laughs> no, no, no. When you're like looking for a gig and shit. Like, how do you feel about? Because I know when I was in college, I worked at UPS. Like, would that would that fuck with you? Like, would you care about working at UPS? Because UPS is like really, really, really good with working around your schedule. Nah. But it's UPS. Like, I wouldn't give not, up right now because it's yeah. like I know what I I know the potential what I could get once I'm actually finished with at least two of my classes. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I just need to have income you know what i'm saying so i ain't really i'm a i might be just above fast food and shit but you know i feel i worked in warehouse for like six seven years i could do that shit you what know you doing warehouses um i did mostly like shipping and receiving um inventory uh I, uh for the for the last three years of it i think i not think um i did like international i was it was weird so i was working in a, a place where i was I was not the head of shipping, but the person uh, above me knew less. Oh, man. 
So, you know, I did like, uh, like, for instance, we had like, we had two sides to like the shipping. We had a shipping for like local orders that we had our own, uh, like trucks deliver and shit like that. What did y'all ship? Uh, electric, electrical parts. Okay. And shit like that. So, um, robots, robot parts, automation parts, and then it's simple to like residential and industrial wire and shit and so forth. So, the one side you had where you ship stuff that our trucks delivered and, you know, so forth. Then you had this other side that shipped, like, parcel. So, it was, you know, UPS, DHL, shit like that. And I worked in the UPS, DHL stuff because I was one of the few people that know how to do uh, NAFTA papers and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, shipping international stuff. So, I did that mostly. And then, the dude who was over it quit. And so, they needed a new leader for that area. So did I get picked for the leader? Be the leader? Of course not. No. <laughs> did I train the leader? Yes. And that shit pissed me the fuck oh, off. Oh man. Like, how am I training the person that's gonna lead me? Like, why? It was just that was the worst. Ridiculous. Shit. And that's when I and that I think that was a point where I said I can't do this anymore. I can't work for a place that doesn't see my only see my potential only see my potential enough to help other people above me, but not put me in that position. That's bullshit. Title-wise. That's bullshit, man. That shit. That that's talking about a, a ego blow, man. That shit was just terrible, man. So you know, I left there, and then I started going into like CAD design, and I did that for some years. But then I've been off for that for some years now, and I really want to get back into it. One because the money was great. Two because I really like doing the shit. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, you know, it's shitty going to a place where you just fucking absolutely hate the shit. Like, you don't have to love the shit, but you can't hate the shit. You can't. And, you, you know, can't. that that shipping shit was just like, I tried to get into sales. You know, it was, it, was a, it was a big racial component. Like, it was only like a, a like two black people that were like in sales there. And I kept applying for these sales positions. It was like I was applying for the sales uh, mentor program. And they kept denying me because I was there, like, at the time, like, five years. And everybody that applied with me had been in the company longer. So everybody that was there already had a leg up on me that applied because, you know, I was the youngest person that was applying for shit. So it was like every time I got over, I got picked from another person, which happened to be a white person every fucking time. I went to, like, their, like, product training schools. Like, I went to this product training school and in Wisconsin, you know what I'm saying? I was doing all the shit they wanted me to do, but obviously, you know, at that point, I'm really, I really, and I hate playing a race card, but I really wasn't the right color. I still, to this day, hate playing a race card, man, but it's like... Some shit, is just, it just happens, it's just, dog. Yeah, and, it, and it's weird because it, you feel like you're just making excuses, and you don't want to be like that person who just complains, and it's like, oh, it's a race car, it's the race car. Like, you're not taking any responsibility. But at the same time, it's like, man, it's, you feel so, like, just used and overlooked. And it's it's a weird way to feel, especially when you're doing the same shit that somebody else is doing. Or, or in your case, training somebody to do what you're doing. And they're just overlooking you. And you can't help but think, like, if I just trained a dude to do the same shit that I do, and then it's a white dude and he get he gets given that position. It's like, why do I train this motherfucker? Like... You can't help but play the race car, but at the same time, you feel guilty about playing a race car because you feel like you're making an excuse. Man, that shit was nuts, though. And I, I just got so frustrated, man. I just, you know, I didn't even care, man. I was just like, you know what? Fuck this place. I'm, uh, yeah, that was kind of cool. Why is this happening right now? Right. Okay. <laughs> right. I, I, I was trying to Why? close a, a window and then I saw it. But that, you can like, leave it open. <laughs> right. 
so yeah, man. I you know it was just now corporate America is a bitch, man. And it really, really is. I've actually um, I've had a really, really this uh kind of a deep confession, but I've had a really, really hard time adjusting to corporate America and the the white collar business life, and it's been so hard that I've actually um pursued psychiatric help like i've i've like one i've gone to a therapist and i've considered a little a little bit something more serious than what i've already done just because it kind of helps me to wrap my head around what i'm actually dealing with because it's like it's it's really weird to like you said that 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 dynamic of like I don't want to blame somebody else for why I'm not succeeding. But at the same time, you feel like I've done what I can do. I've done the most. Like, I've been great. But I haven't really been rewarded or recognized for what, I've, what I'm doing. But other people who are who are white or whatever the case may be are getting recognized for the same shit that I'm doing. And it's like you hate playing a race car, but at the same time, it's like... What else? It's like what else can you really say? Like I've done everything, they've done everything, and you choose them every time. So Man. it's 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 really hard to deal with, and that's been a, a real struggle for me in entering the the white collar business area to basically wrap my head around the idea of how how different the, how the game is played. Like Man. there's actually a game to be played. Like in, in the d- warehouse jobs, it's not really no game. It's like you do what you do. If you do it good, you're going to get rewarded. But it's like in the white-collar business world, it's like it's way more complex than that. You can't just you can't just do your job and do it well. There's like a well, whole shit. lot of I like mean, I think it, off it, shit that but, you got to do. Well, I will say for the most part, I from what I've dealt with, the, you know, the issues I had was in white-collar. But when I was at that place for shipping, that was, I mean, technically a blue-collar gig. And it was kind of that similar uh situation you know but i don't know man i i hated this was like you know that guy was like mid to mid 2000s and shit when that was happening and you know and it was one of those places that you know they didn't they were against they were against unions they had a union years ago and i knew one of the guys that i black guy that i was working with he got his job because he crossed the line where they were when they had a union and you know they i you know they People really, you know, frown upon people who cross the line, picket right. lines to get jobs and stuff. I think at that time they were like with Teamsters or some shit like that. So when I was there, uh, there was a union rep that came outside and started talking to folks. And, you know, they sparked the conversation. The company was so against it because they really didn't want, you know, the, the warehouse folks to have a, a say in shit. You know, they wanted to keep it the way it was going. And then you had people that had been there for so long, they had made so much and they felt that their pay was going to be affected by this union. But I'm like, you know, I was a, the big problem I had was that I was a temp. Oh, I got the fucking hiccups. God damn it. <laughs> I was a temp for like three years, almost four years before they hired me, but they kept increasing my pay, but they never would hire me. And it was like, either you hire me or let me go. But, you know, I want to have some kind of, you know, 
stability and shit. So went through all that. They voted down the uh, the union, but then right after that, I ended up finally fucking getting hired. But it was like I'm doing the work. You know, they had this thing, you know, where you know you had you know using those fucking RF scanners and shit, and you know they was tracking your shit and all this shit. I remember they pulled one of the the craziest shits ever, and I knew it was a trick when it fucking happened. So they started incorporating uh like these hand scanners mm-hmm. so you can like put your time in and shit so you couldn't hand like, scanners yeah so when you come in to work for check for clocking in you had to use your hand basically to show it was you it wasn't like you know you, you know to a lot of old jobs you would have like time cards where you just sign them and put them in a the thing or somebody else could put your own time card in mm-hmm. so to keep that from happening they made it where you had to put your whole it was like a fingerprint hand scanner or some shit so when they first got them, they they incorporated this this uh, bonus program where if you were if you were on time for the whole month, you got seventy five dollars. So okay, that was like cool. I I made it for it was for two months, two or three months. It was uh they so I ended up getting one hundred and fifty. It was two months. I ended up getting one hundred fifty bucks. Right after that, they made this strict attendance policy where you couldn't be late because it was like. 80 90 percent of people had actually got the bonus so they basically were like okay now we know you can be here on time so now we're gonna <laughs> penalize your ass if you're late so it was like i knew it was a fucking trick like it just i couldn't see them just giving us money for the sake of just doing some shit we we're supposed to do already so right after that they started incorporating this old bullshit ass thing where you couldn't be like i think after like eight minutes after you were considered late Eight minutes? Yeah, so, like, you know, our time was 8 o'clock, so you couldn't, after 8.08 and shit, you know what I'm saying? That's arbitrary. Like, I don't think it'd be like, that's kind of weird. Like It was weird to say. Eight minutes? Like, yeah. why not 10 or 15 I don't know why it was eight minutes. It was weird to say, but I remember eight? I remember days, man, going there, fucking speeding on the freeway, jumping out the car, running in, scanning and shit, parking the car <laughs> later car. and shit. Right, right, right. I've done that plenty of times, but... Yeah, man, it's, I mean, like I said, I, like you said, you know, we said before, it's just, I hate playing a race car sometimes, but, you know, it It was, you playing know... Playing a race car sucks, man. It really does. Because it feels like a cop-out. It, it, it... No matter how valid it is, you never feel good about it. I don't... You know, I was... Well, yeah, I, I never felt good about it, but I felt like I was always at a disadvantage because I felt like the white people at my job could do far more fucked up shit and get away with it. And yeah. I had to do so much more just to be on their same level. You just um, still feel level. a way, though. Like, how could you not? Like, you just feel a way about that. That's that's fucked up. And for the most part, from my adult life, I've always worked where I was the, you know, minority. You know, I was at that job for like six, seven years, I believe. And I yeah. was, you know... The minority there when I started doing design, I was always a minority, and and that's what I found out that like in engineering, design, stuff like that, you know, blacks aren't really there. It's just you know for the most part white men, even women. It's just black uh, black men and uh, women were just a straight minority and all that shit. So you know, I'm not, I don't get used to it now. I just you know I just come in and do my work and go home and you know just try to not have racial conversations like. Every time it was some shit on the news or some crazy shit about black folks, got to come in and hear hear people talking shit. And they always feel like, I got some shit to say. Like, no, nah, nigga, ain't no cooler talk over here. Fuck that. I'm, I'm straight. <laughs> Fuck y'all. So. I don't really have to deal with that. 
Like I and actually I would feel actually a little bit better if I have to deal with cooler talk because I know that it's a important enough to people that they want to talk about it. But like people come in, they're like oblivious to everything. It's like, hey, let's just enjoy our happy ass lives and shit and they don't even give a fuck. Well like yeah. the, the lack of uh cooler talk actually bothers me. Like I feel like I'm the only, like today with with the shit that happened today, I just like sat on my computer and I was like looking at the shit and I would look at my phone. I was in training, but I was like I was dedicated to my training. I was looking at it, but like I was aware of what was going on and then we would have breaks and lunches and shit. I would think like, am I gonna hear people talking about it? But I didn't. And like that I I felt the way about that. Like like y'all have no idea or no thoughts or no nothing like like you're oblivious to what's going on in the world and that bothered me because i'm like i, I mean it, it bothered me in the sense that i feel like they didn't talk about it but at the same time i was like well why would you really like i mean if you are living a life where pretty much you good like like for us like we have to think about like if we're out in the street or we're driving through Dearborn or any other kind of suburban area, we have to think like, are we going to get pulled over? Are the cops over here? Uh, what do we have to deal with? Like, how does this affect our actual lives? What's happening overall? Whereas a lot of these these white folks, man, they don't really have to think about that shit. So when this shit pop off, it's like, oh, that's a news story, but it doesn't really affect me. And the fact that it affects us, and it it, it doesn't really resonate with them. That in and of itself is a problem. Like, so, not so, necessarily a problem, but you got to kind of feel a way about that. Like, the fact so, that it don't really bother you, really. So, take me through your, your day of finding out about the, the Virginia uh, reporter and cameraman. Like, was that, like, some prominent shit that was, like, talking the job? No. No. I have not, in my, I will say, three years or so at my job, out of the multitude of crazy off the wall racial shit that's happened all the all the craziness that's happened i have not heard a single lick of anything from anybody over it today no period in three years nothing about just anything dating back to like trayvon martin or man you're fucking lucky dude. any of that shit yes i'm lucky in the sense of that i haven't had to overhear anything that's gonna make me angry but at the same time i look around and i think like y'all don't know or care what's going on and that that is kind of like a testament to the fact that that shit don't really have an impact on them because like if you're like a white dude right and you're like living your your life and your life is hey i'm gonna come to work i'm gonna get this money i'm gonna go home and your life is great when these sorts of things happen don't have any effect on you but for us we have to think about that shit like oh man like this crazy what's happening to these people right now. So if we get pulled over in the climate that we have right now, if we get pulled over, we got to kind of think like, let me record this shit. Let me make notes of this. Let me get this officer's badge number because like, who knows what could happen? We have to actually think like, let me tweet to everybody who follows me. Let me post on Facebook and let them know that I'm not suicidal because if something were to happen to me, they might paint the picture that I was suicidal when I wasn't. Like, yeah, that's, and we have to, that's, that's something that, we have to think right. about. It seemed like ever since you know, when and San, they don't the Sandra Bland situation, uh, or murder or death, you know, 
that's kind of been a trend, folks. Like, you know, if I do get in custody, I'm not killing myself. Right. I'm not. And the fact that we have to put that out there, that's that says something in and of itself. And the fact that I can go to work and be surrounded by white folks who are like totally oblivious or who just do not care about that shit at all. That lets you know that the fact that it has no impact on their life lets you know that that's that that's a problem. Like that they don't they can just live their lives and just go on and just do what they feel and just live a, a virtually carefree life aside from like normal shit like uh can I afford these groceries this week or you know normal shit uh yeah, I do, do wanna, I have enough gas to I get the, do, you know yeah, normal shit whereas we I wonder we we going to get killed like or I not I want to do and I know they don't I shouldn't say I wonder but it had to be one of those things where, as a as a white person, you can get pulled over and you have no thoughts like, you know what, I'm just getting pulled. Over. I'm gonna get this ticket. There is no thought to cross their mind like, I might fucking die right now. And not even that. Like, I'm gonna get this ticket, and but I'm not gonna get this ticket without fighting back. I'm gonna argue. I'm gonna yell. Like, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna fight back. Whereas we we sitting there like, let's keep our hands at ten and two. Let's make sure. We're, our hands are visible at all times. Let's make sure we got all our paperwork and all that shit on deck. We can hand it to them. Let's make sure that when we do hand it to them, that we're not reaching for nothing else at the same time. Like we gotta like play out all these scenarios and shit to make sure that we don't get killed. Like that's a crazy shit for like a a government entity that's supposed to protect and serve. These are people who are supposed to know that they're out here to keep us safe. And to make sure they uphold the law, and we're st- we're sitting here thinking like, let's make sure we don't do nothing where they don't kill us. Oh yeah, the that's la- crazy, dude. Last time, last time I got pulled over, which was the first time I got pulled over in a few years, I had on gym shorts, so I kept my wallet in my center console of my truck. And so when he came up and asked me for information, I'm like, I had my hand, my both my hands on the wheel, and I reached out with my left hand, reaching across like. I'm like, hey, I'm going to reach for my wallet. And he had just laughed like, what do you think I'm about to do, shoot you or something? I'm thinking like, yes, yeah. motherfucker, this <laughs> shit happens. And I reached over and grabbed my, you know, my wallet and, you know, and, you know, I'm just like, dude, this is, uh, you know, I don't, I, I, I know what happens, you know what I'm saying, with this shit. You know, when I was younger, I done got pulled over many a times either I'm driving or someone else driving, and most times Detroit, so it's not really a big deal. I remember this one time though, I get pulled over, and it was like the unmarked. It was like what they call the narcs, like the. It's uh, back in the day. They used to uh, the the unmarked used to be the burgundy car. Used to be like the game squad and shit. Right, and they pull up, and I don't, I don't even think we did anything, man. It was just a minivan full of niggas. That was pretty much it, <laughs> and we pull up and. He pulls up and he's like, "What are fucking guns?" And I'm like, "What, nigga? We ain't got guns, shit, nigga. All we got, we got liquor, but <laughs> we ain't got no guns and shit. We might, you might get us for you know driving open alcohol, but we ain't got no fucking guns and shit. And that's all they wanted, dude. They didn't give a fuck about the open cups or nothing. It was fucking weed, fucking random cups. Niggas just drinking in the back and shit like that. Niggas like, where the guns at? I'm like, no, sir, you have the wrong car." <laughs> that is nothing that's happened in this vehicle. <laughs> so, but I mean, it's it's a uh, <laughs> well. What is this? <laughs> that ain't mine, right? I'm like, you know. Did so. you take your fucking actual pistol and <laughs> right, put it nigga, in my car like, like it's nigga, mine? I ain't. I've, I've at that. It's registered to you. I remember at that point. I think I had shot one gun before, and it was one of my cousins. 
had some random gun. It was some little pea shooter, and I shot that bitch in the ground in the alley or some shit. Like, man, I ain't never shot a gun outside of a shooting range. I ain't never been shot shooting range. Huh? I've never been to a shooting range. I'm it was gonna, fun. I'm going to fucking Chris ass, man. You know how Chris is. My wife wants to go, and I've been wanting to go because I really would like at some point to carry. Um, man, I, I feel a way about that. Like, I, I, I want to, but, like, at the same time, I almost feel like I feel like it's an excuse to, like, almost an excuse for me to get bothered even more. Like, I don't want to get pulled over and they have to divulge, like, hey, I have a gun in my glove compartment. Like, I feel like that's going to make my situation even worse. Well, you know what? For, for, for what I got to worry about hiding it from my son and shit. Like, well, yeah. I think you definitely have to take care and be, you know, use care with it. But from all the people that I know that have guns, whenever they have gotten pulled over or had an incident with the police, once they acknowledge that, they've always been fine. Well, uh, and this is I don't all feel black. like we live in that climate anymore. Well, this is all possible. this is all in the last couple of years. Like with black people, I know I don't know. I don't. I don't even know yeah. white people like that. They have like guns and shit. But from what I've from from friends and family that I know, uh, my uncle that was on he carries uh, a couple of other folks that I know carry. And the times that they you know had some kind of interaction with police, you know, because the thing is, when they pull you over, if you're driving your vehicle, they know you have a gun. Because it already it automatically comes up that you're a registered user. Oh, okay. So the say the thing what I I've heard is that you when the police come up you have to say hey I have a registered um, you know gun most time they already know they like yeah okay and you just have to make sure your hands are showing. See that's shit. how I feel like it should be, but I feel like it wouldn't work out that way. Like I'm very reticent to do that. Like I feel like I, if I if I was to say like hey yeah I have a gun I, I feel like it would turn into some shit. Like I I don't know I don't feel comfortable with it at all. I don't know, man. I just uh, three years ago, great. Now, no, I, I'm not. I, I think I'm. I'm still. Not a fan. I think I'm still gonna do it. I would definitely like to have uh, uh, something for the, for for home protection. Um, it's like one of those insurance things. It's like you know, I never want to be able to use it. I would like to just go to the range and just shoot and be fine. But you know, the, I got to be the worst feeling in the world. I got to feel a nigga coming through your window and you got to blast a nigga or some crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? I just. I don't. I'm not. I don't want to be had that niggas like I did have to kill somebody, you know. But I mean, we live in a fucked up world, though. You can't even. Like, you can't even pump gas at night without you know niggas getting god and you know shit like that. So it's I like, want it for that reason, but I just feel like it could potentially create way more problems than I would like. Like I, I don't really feel hey like. Man, I think the it pr- the problems that it cre- create is probably better than the the the. The situation you get in when you don't have it. Yeah, I, I mean, I get that. It's just, I don't know, man. It's like, I want one for all the right reasons, but I feel like if I have one, I would have to deal with shit that I don't want to have to deal with for the wrong reasons. Like, I would have to deal with shit, and I'd be treated, basically, I feel like I'd be treated like a criminal. Well, I, That's I really think what it boils I, I, I really, we have the law really to think, support it, but I feel like I would be treated like I really a criminal, think if criminal you, if, if I had you one. don't feel that comfortable, if you don't feel a hundred percent comfortable with getting one, I would just say don't. But why? Why would anybody? Why would any black man feel comfortable with that right now? Like with the age that we're living in, why would any black man feel comfortable? Like even legally having a gun because all I think, these dudes getting killed. Without having one, but I think for the, no reason. And you're like, talking. Why you, would you feel like I got one legally? Do you feel like I got all the paperwork? Do you, do you feel like who cares? So are you are you coming from a dealing with the police perspective or like dealing with you know niggas in the street perspective? 
dealing with the police perspective. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that perspective. I'm, I'm more so thinking of talking about just fending off niggas and niggas. No, shit, yeah. Before know? all, but before like all the shit that's been happening with police over the course of the last year or so. Before that, I was a strong proponent. Like I, I really wanted to get one just for like all the right reasons, like safety and all that shit for the right reasons. But right now, I feel like even if I legally owned a gun. Like, I would feel really, really, really scared to have one and get pulled over by the police, even if I have it legally. Just because, like I said, what's, look what's happened to all the people that don't have one. But the thing is, I think... And they this, get fucked up. But the thing is, I haven't heard of a... I haven't... I don't know. I'm trying to think of it now, but I don't know of a situation where uh, a, a victim had a gun, police pulled him over, it came into some shit, and then he got shot because he had a gun on him. Right, I don't but, know of that but situation. But I think of all the situations where somebody got pulled over for, for no good reason and they didn't have a gun and got shot. So I'm thinking, like, well, if I got one, like, like, look, okay, so you remember the one dude who um, at, he got pulled over at the gas station and he got out and they were like, hey, get your ID. And he reached up in his car to get his ID and he got shot. Like, like if you can reach up in your car to get your ID and get shot, and he was like, why'd you shoot me? Why'd you shoot me? And he's like, you reached in your car. Like, it just seems like cops are so trigger happy right now. Like, why would I even want to have a gun? Like, even if it's legal, like, it just feels like I have I, I, every I, reason in the world to have a gun. But I, if I have one, if people are out here getting shot without having one for perfectly fine reasons, for like, hey, I'm going to reach my car and get my ID, and you get shot, like, I, I, don't, I don't see any reason why I should be okay with having a gun when you getting shot for not having one. Like, I, it's like I want one for protection, but I'm like, at the same time, I'm like, well, if niggas is out here getting shot without having one, why would I well, want to have I think, one? I mean, shit, if they get shot without one. I'm not going to give an extra reason for police to critique the, me and shit well, like that. But the thing is, it's not even an extra reason, because I think more people from what you It's an saying, extra reason when you getting shot for not having people, one. Most people getting shot without guns, so I'm like, shit, if you get shot with one, I mean, I think the, the stats would probably show that people get shot more get shot more without guns than guns. Because they never get a chance to even use their gun. I feel it, like I'd rather just not have one. So that it, it it would be one less hurdle to clear if I were to get pulled over. Because like right now, in this current in this current state of affairs, if I were to get pulled over in like a suburb or something like that, I'd be nervous as fuck. Like I I'd be I'd be legit scared. Like let me make sure I'm on all my P's and Q's, let me make sure everything is good. And then even then I would think, like, there's still strong potential for me to get shot at this point. Like, if I'm not, like, perfectly, like, just, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, uh, you know, just totally on that shit. So, if I have to add the added aspect of, like, hey, I have a gun on my fucking glove box or my trunk, like, I don't even want to have to deal with that. Like, if, if guys are here getting shot without that, why would I even want to have to add that that added aspect of it? Like, oh, yeah, I, I have a gun. It's legal, and I'm registered, but I don't know, man. I, I don't I don't really feel like I want to deal with that at this point. But, yeah, I think I definitely think if you have those reservations with it, I would say just don't. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm definitely considering it. Well, I have to wait anyway because since I had... Uh, I would uh, want one in the crib driving with that concealed issues. joint. Like, man, I don't know, man. That concealed joint, man... I don't know, man. I'd be, I'd be way too paranoid. Like, I feel like even without one, the motherfuckers might plant one on me or some shit. Or, like, I'm so fucking paranoid. 
at this point that I wouldn't even want to fucking pretend to have. I wouldn't even want to pretend to have one, much less, much less actually have one. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I get you. I get it though. I get. It. I just. I want one. But I think. I like, think. The thing is, if 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 a fuck ass police cop go kill us, he go kill us with a gun. Hey, without police a gun. cop. Police cop. <laughs> I don't know. I was about to say police man. I don't know why police cop. I was about to say cop. Then it was like police, and then it just came out police cop. Um. So yeah. But so let's go back to this morning. So you you said nobody really want to talk about it. Work. I was at home. Obviously, I get up and. I was just about to make some coffee, and I see this shit about the, the. Uh... Wait, 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 wait! Pause, 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 pause. I know that you are a big coffee person. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big coffee person at okay. all, and it's mostly because caffeine doesn't really help me as far as like getting my fucking shit together. Like it's it's not right, like right. I'm fucked up because of coffee. And I'm, I'm gonna be straight. Mm-hmm. It don't really help me. But I know you like coffee, mm-hmm. and I know you like to go to the roasting plant, right? The I'm, by my I've job. only been there once. But you like it though, like you. I thought it was pretty good. Place. I thought it was like, pretty good. So, I have to deal with walking across the roasting plant every day. Right. To me, that shit smells horrible. Really? Yeah, it smells like burnt popcorn. Do you like burnt popcorn smell? No. Well, it I smells think, like burnt popcorn. I think a lot of the times, I think you're smelling like ro- beans roasting that's been roasting a long fucking time. Because a lot some that beans smell roasting bothers smells. me. Really? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't like. Like, with coffee, like, I can drink it, but I need, like, a lot for it. I can't, like, drink, like, black coffee. Like, I need coffee with, like, cream and sugar and all that shit well, to, to yeah. knock that taste off. Yeah, I... And the roasting plant smells like fucking burnt popcorn. I now, hate Now, I will smell. say that I didn't really care for the roasting smell that came out of the roasting plant when I did have it. But I've smelt places that when they're when it's, like, newly roasted or not roasted to that point, it actually smells a lot, a okay, lot better. Well. I, just yeah. to know I think that's a me. bad. I think that is a bad example. Because I walk past that place, I'm like, "How do people go here?" Because it that shit yeah. smells. I like had it once. I had dropped my it. wife off, and I had some time to kill, so I really wanted some coffee down there. And I think my wife has turned me into like this. I'm, I shouldn't even say coffee snob. Just a, a coffee drinker, and I just like I used to be able to just drink Coney Island coffee and shit, and just you know regular bullshit. But now it's like you know we have all these different random. You know we're definitely slave to the Keurig. I can drink frappuccinos, and that's about it. Um, so usually, what, but I don't know. It, it kind of doesn't matter, man, because I use flavored cream. So most of my coffee just tastes like the flavored cream I use. So flavored I, cream, yeah. Oh wow, nah, okay. nigga, you got to put you on, nigga. So hey, yeah. <laughs> so I use. This, we have a Keurig. But I use that's, this. That's, that's this Hershey. Like it. It's a Hershey chocolate cream. Oh well, I hate chocolate, so that's a bad oh, start. You're fucking tears. Um, yeah, I am. And so my, my nigga, wife, you don't like grape jelly, so that, there we go, dude. Here's the thing. Hey, <laughs> and here's the thing, and you re- readjusting your. I had, I had to like let get me tell you why right grape there. grape jelly is bullshit. Grape <laughs> jelly is bullshit because I endured so many fucking years of of wick and focus hope fucking food <laughs> that consisted of only grape jelly. You know how many fucking things of grape jelly and fucking. Uh, I love uh, grape jelly. Uh, what was, was something else I used to, that was like raisins and all this bullshit that came from fucking Focus Hope that I had to eat constantly every fucking day? Terrible. Man, so grape jelly I can't. Is great. I can't do grape. Fuck grape jelly. I love grape grape jelly, jelly can eat a dick. I love grape jelly, dog. So fuck grape jelly. We, <laughs> my wife is like a fucking like I'm. I'm. I'm getting myself in the in the in the routine of saying my wife. 
Because we're the it's a, wedding it's a, is in three it took weeks. Me a minute. It took me a minute. Well, the wedding is in three weeks, so I'm trying to like get myself in a in the. I mean, for a, whole, for a year, I had, for not even a, a full year, I had to say fiance, and then I'm tired of saying I fiance. Went from, I, I was too. Because I'm like, it's like, uh, well, we're getting married in three weeks. Why see? Why keep is, making that distinction? But the thing was like, why but, can't I just yeah. say my girl? Well, I got to say fiance. But then if I don't say fiance, I thought you were getting married. I am. She's still my girl. Shit. Yeah. But, so, yeah. Yeah, but so, anyway, so I had to make the, yeah. the, 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 the designation. So what was I talking about? Coffee cream or. Yeah. Yeah. So I grape use. Jelly. I, fuck grape jelly. So I use this, uh, <laughs> this Hershey chocolate. Uh, um, Gross. It's awesome. And then Gross. she uses like this. It's like a cold stone flavor. Ooh. Like strawberry, okay, okay, strawberry. Ooh, okay. It's actually really good. I, I retain my ooh. Hers is actually so good that I used it. Uh, I was making a, a a strawberry shake, and usually I would put like strawberries, ice cream, and then put like a milk in it to like for like cream. You know, get more of a liquid in it to make a shake. You you don't make shakes and shit. No. Okay, so um, I was I'm making a stra- fat I, was, shakes, I was making a strawberry so. shake. So usually I would do I would use um, strawberries, ice cream, and then to get more of a liquid and to kind of get it mixing, I would use milk or like almond milk. Sometimes was That's out of duty on point. I was out of almond milk, out of regular milk. So I would look in the refrigerator like, and I didn't want to use water because I didn't want to water it down. Right. So I was like, man, I could use her fucking cream, dude. That shit was awesome. What cream was it? it was like regular cream? No, or like strawberry cold stone cream. cream. Okay. Oh, man. That co- sounds good. Dude, that shit was awesome. So, use that. So, it's like we so might make coffee and use strawberry cream? Her coffee? Yeah, she used. Actually, she used more cream than coffee. Um, her shit is like. Con- That's how it would be. Yeah. But, so yeah, so started using that. I, I had never used it. I never had a coffee machine in my house ever. And so, when I finally moved in with my wife. Um, she had a, a coffee. Uh, I'm trying to ignore them. I'm not gonna say that to them because I don't want to be beefing with their with their daddy and shit. Um, and I'm not saying nothing because I don't want you to be yeah, beefing with. Yeah, I, I daddy. appreciate that though. Um, <laughs> Shut up, nigga. Right, exactly. <laughs> so started using that. So then started using the Keurig, and then we, motherfucker. we had this like I think we had no. We she had a regular coffee maker. Then I think her mom had bought us a, a Keurig, so we started using this Keurig one. But you have all these different flavor ones. Flavored coffees, you got strong coffees, medium coffee, but then it's like shit. I put if you put so much cream in some shit, it don't even matter what the fuck flavor it is. But yeah, I'm a I, I become a big coffee fan. I'm usually like a a, a cup a day, maybe a, like a regular. What kind of cup? A cup a day? Like what kind of cup? Like just regular fucking coffee, or like some shit with like strawberry cream and no, my chocolate cream, coffee cream. That's it. Yeah. Or if I go to uh, Starbucks, I get the uh, caramel macchiato. Okay, that sounds decent. So I could deal with that. Yeah. So that was the uh, sidebar of sidebars. Where were we were talking about this morning? Oh yeah. So back to that shit. So about to make some coffee, and I'm looking at the TV, and I'm like, they're talking about you know the uh, shooting, and I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. And they saying you know. Basically, for for those who by chance haven't heard this shit by now, right. uh, in Virginia, there was a uh, cameraman, um, a reporter, they were doing a story, and they were interviewing this one woman, and, you know, they're going through, it's about maybe 20 seconds into it, all of a sudden you hear these shots rang off, you see the, the reporter run, you see the cameraman fail, and then you see him kind of turn, and, and his camera went towards the, the, the shooter, and you kind of see this, like, 
fuzzy ass picture of a shooter. And I'm thinking like, man, that's fucked up. That's so crazy. And then you're thinking it's random and shit. And I'm like, man, I just can't be random. I'm like, who just gets up at 6.45 in the morning? Like, <laughs> I'm about to kill some people. Like, I mean, I know it's sick fuckers out here. But that just seems so, you know, I'm reading, you know, because Facebook obviously doesn't. If know I was going to kill somebody, it would be after, like, 11 a.m. You, How do you just make, how do you wake up mad? Like, I'm about to just fuck some people up. Like, unless they done did some shit to you or some shit. And I'm just like, dude, so I'm like, dog, this is kind of wild. I'm like. I'm wondering, like, man, maybe it's some kind of, like, crime of passion or some shit or, you, have you know. You them uh, little screws and shit? Yep. So I'm thinking, like, it's some kind of, like, maybe crime of passion, maybe. Maybe the dude is, was, like, you know, loving on the, the you know, the reporter. <laughs> hey, loving on. <laughs> you know, like, you know, he got, he got friend zone and he was just like, I ain't trying to fuck with this shit, you know. And so, I seen, so, I seen a, 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 news line about you know that both of them were engaged and i read it wrong and i was thinking that they were engaged to each other right so i was like okay well maybe they got engaged she had a dude that sh- that, sh- that wanted to get with her and he she played him so now you know he's uh pissed off or some shit so go through that story i'm thinking that and then once i and then it's like i found out so much stuff at the same time found out that they were not engaged. Well, one, I found out that I seen someone tweet to each other. They were not engaged to each other. I found someone tweeted that the boyfriend was tweeting about his his fiance, and I'm thinking like, wait, I thought that motherfucker was dead. Like, so then I figured out that she's engaged to someone else who's at the st- station. Then find out that the 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 cameraman was actually engaged or had a girl who was at the station as well and i think it was his last day or something or her last day somebody's last day at the station I didn't know that. yeah one of them one of the women i believe if they last either the woman who got killed or his girl got okay. killed was their last day and they were planning this party like that same day at the station and shit like Damn. that and so the picture kind of looked like a white guy, and I just kind of assumed because, I mean, let's face it, statistically, white guys do crime sprees like this and shit. And so, right. I leave Twitter. I was starting to get dressed, get my life together and shit. And then, I look on Twitter, somebody's like, he's black. And I'm thinking like, what? And then, that's when I found out that he had a fucking Twitter page where he were live tweeting this whole fucking ordeal, and he posted the video of him shooting him and shit. So... Uh, my curiosity obviously got the best of me. So I started looking for the video, found the video. I'm like flabbergasted, dude. Like, it was like he walked up and it just shows, I guess, I don't know the nature of like news reporting and things like that. They were so into the the news story that they didn't pay attention to shit around them. And that's probably a common thing. Like, you probably... The thing yeah. is, you probably see people passing you in your periphery and stuff like that. But you're doing this story. You're not, you know, no one's, you, you, you're paying attention to your work. And I see them, and he walks up, and he looks back at the dude. He looks at her. He's, you know, then he points the gun. Then he don't point the gun. Then he points the gun again. And he's, like, holding it. Then he just blows off shots. And then at that point, I'm like, okay, he definitely shot her first. And I don't know if initially she didn't know she was shot. Be- I think that's what it was, adrenaline and because shit. Because he was pointing, I mean, 
point blank range at her. Like he couldn't have missed her. It, no way. It was almost like if he missed her, it was one of those uh like that scene in uh um Pulp Fiction when uh Marcellus got shot when he was shooting at Marcellus and it was all the holes in the wall behind him, but he really didn't get shot. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but no, I mean, real life. He, she got shot up. She got shot at least twice before she ran. And I'm just like, fuck, man. Like, what in the world? Did, did you see any comments in the WhatsApp uh, drunkers page? Mm. Nah. So, uh, the one dude I uh, posted there, like, he said something to the effect that I wonder what, what they did to him to make him do like. What do you have to do to somebody to make them make you come out with a gun and kill them? Like, there's nothing I can think unless you just tried to murk my family. There's no reason for me to come out and just start shooting you and shit. Like, right. I don't. I was just. I don't know, man. I, it's just too many. Like, and then you know now. What? So, what have you seen this afternoon as far as like? Because I mean, you start seeing you know a whole bunch of racial shit. Like, I guess he had, so you know allegedly faxed them this like manifesto of like the whole thing and saying how he was like uh verbally abused by them racially you know attacked and because of him being a gay black male and uh he had been reported to hr about one of the two or some shit or they said like racial slurs to him or some shit like that and i was just like i mean that's fucked up if it happened, but dude, that's you doing what you just did. That's not gonna. That's not. It's not right, man. Like I, I don't know. I, I I don't know, man. But it's like, uh, it's a news. Uh, I, don't, I, I hate that I really can't remember names and shit. But it's a news uh, column. Is it? Is it? Bright ball, bright off, bright something. Can't think of the name. I'll figure it out. But I know you're talking about, but I can't remember the name either. So when they did a news story when um, Dylan Roof had did the shooting in Charleston, and they had said some shit like, you know, suspected killer was blah blah blah. The news story they did for for the guy that killed the uh, reporters was like racial motivated. Uh, assassination of you know what I'm saying like he, and he's the same people that wrote that shit about uh, Sean King. Okay, so oh, um, I still brought. I, I started to get the idea. And I was like, oh, I know you're talking about, but I, yeah, I can't br- br- remember the name either. It's something with a bright something. Bright off. I'll, I'll, I keep on saying bright off. It's not bright off. It's bright bowed or bright something, some shit like that. But I just don't get how the news could spin some shit like that though. I just. I don't know. What's your what's, what's your thoughts? I feel like I've been talking too long. Breitbart, Breitbart, Breitbart. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um. So my initial thoughts were: this is a a fucked up situation. Like you see a bunch of people get shot on TV, and you think, "Oh, that's sad." And then I saw the so, so the woman who the the female reporter who got shot, her, I guess significant other, who also works at the station, made a post on Facebook that I saw, and 
he was saying like, you know, I, I didn't know that. No, we didn't publicly acknowledge our relationship, but I was in a relationship with her for a long time, and we were going to get married, and this happened, and blah, 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 and, you know, sad, sad, sad. So I was just like, man, this is so fucked up, man. It's so fucked up. Um, Then my opinion actually kind of shifted, and it's be- it wasn't because of anything that pertained to the actual shooting, but it was what I was seeing on uh, social media in response to it. I saw a lot of... Uh, did you see the White Lives Matter hashtag? Today? Yeah. No, I didn't. A lot of people did this White Lives hashtag, and it was almost like a, 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 a jab at the Black Lives Matter. It will be like... Uh, kind of like, one of us got killed, but you don't see us rioting. Hashtag white, white lives matter and all that shit. And then I saw like journalists and um well, okay, we'll just say journalist. Journalists who would say who would make like think pieces and say like, you know, I'm a journalist. And these other journalists got shot and it's been a really hard day for me because as a journalist and as a reporter or as a cameraman, uh, this is really impactful to me that this happened. And I kind of shifted from like a a sympathy toward the victims to almost borderline anger because I was seeing like there's a... Uh, a a reporter who who does jobs for um who who does uh he reports for the Pistons and he does like analysis and shit like that like he's like a I don't want to say he's like a Pistons reporter but he's like a sports reporter and he does a lot of Pistons shit so I follow him on Twitter because of that that he does a lot of Pistons shit and he did a whole well, he didn't do a think piece, but he did like a a podcast. Like, uh, it wasn't really a podcast because he he doesn't have a podcast. It was like like a little, uh, we'll just say like a like a one time podcast, like a you know a little verbal thing about it, and that combined with the uh, people firing off these white lives matter hashtags and tweets, and it made me think like. It, it it bothered me that I saw so many white people who are just like really getting really upset. Like, okay, now we're going to champion this shit and now we're really upset and this is fucked up and now it's our turn to complain about us being wronged. And that almost kind of like soured my my remorse for the for the victims. And that really, it bothered me on two levels. It bothered me in the fact that it was draining my remorse and it bothered me in the fact that I thought that it almost made me angry because I'm like, well, I'm not going to say it almost made me angry. It did make me angry because these are people who I respect in a journalistic field. But when like the Charleston shit went down with Dylan Roof and when other shit went down, it was like, 
hey, I'm, you know, it was almost like they were oblivious to the shit. Like, I'm just going to talk about the Pistons. I'm going to talk about, I'm going to stick to my job. I'm going to talk about sports. I'm going to talk about basketball. I'm going to talk about the Pistons. I'm going to talk about all the sports shit that relates to me. But then when these white journalists got popped, it was like, oh, my God, I'm so devastated. This is really happening. And I'm like, I'm so taken aback. Like, this could happen to anybody. And, like, it's the same way I felt about when people flipped out about that fucking lion getting killed. And it's like, these white people on TV talking about, oh, I'm so upset about this lion. I'm so upset about the fact that people don't respect animal lives and shit like that. And it's like, where were you at when all these black people are getting killed by the police for no reason? So to see these, like, white journalists getting upset, like, we're going to stand against this, you know, this unfathomable amount of injustice toward these white reporters and these are our people and we're so upset about this and I'm so upset and it's bothering me and like I'm so appalled and it's like where were you at when this shit was happening to black people and like that really fucked with me because I'm like you you didn't write a think fucking piece when the fucking white dude ran up in a black church and shot people for no reason but now when a black dude shoots these white people for no reason now you're like devastated and like that to me that just like took so much of the anger and angst that I had about it, it just drained it. Because I'm like, it it speaks so much to how, to how they react to this kind of thing. It's like, when it's a black person, you don't give a shit. But when it's a, black, when it's a white person, when it's somebody that you know, not know, but when it's, when it's somebody that's in your field and somebody that you can relate to, now you're upset. And that, that really bothered me. And especially how they painted it, painted it in the media and shit like, you know how anytime one of these black dudes get killed, all they do is try to paint this idea of how the black dude was somehow a criminal and shit. They'll dig up all that dirt on him. Like he used to sell weed and he used to do this and he used to do that. Well, that that was one of the that was one of the things that I did notice is that, you know, typically when we are being when we are killed, we are criminalized. You know, they're looking up our records, they're looking to see what do we do? That you know, there were that we have weed in our system, which is wild because since you know they are legalizing weed, how can how can you criminalize somebody for having weed in their system? So I thought about it as well, but I I did think that since the two that were killed were in in journalism, I felt that a lot of you know sites, well, obviously anything we're going to read is from a, a news you know um, source, you know it's tied with journalism, so they have that much more com- compassion. So do you I, think that if it was a black journalist and reporter who got shot by a white dude, that all these reporters and journalists would be as outraged as they are right now. And as saddened as they are I think right a now. Good, I, I don't think, think they would. I think a good portion would be, but I think it would, you, it would still be more questions. I still think that if they were black, I think that, you know, what did they do wrong to get killed would have been one of the things like there is no, I've, I've not seen any journalism today that has asked a question or hinted to the thing of what did those two white journalists do to get killed? I felt like if it was, if it was a black, two black people that were killed and a white person killed them, I think it would have been, you know, uh, 
you know, some questions of that. Like, what did he do to prompt them? Like, what did he do to – what did they do to get him going or some shit like that? But I do feel that since it was, you know, two journalists in that field, I felt like they had a lot more compassion that they probably would if it was just two people walking down the street and then a person just came up and killed them. I feel that if it was all black people, I think that it wouldn't have went the it would they wouldn't have cared as much. You know, they would have felt well shit, you know. It, it's one of those black on black things, you know what I'm saying? So I I I, I didn't like the I, outrage over, I, I didn't like the outrage. I didn't like the fact that I saw outrage from white journalists and when you're a journalist you need to have some sort of integrity like you need to be as a journalist you need to be one part of you needs to be like totally outside of the shit you just got to report the news but I think it's hard I if think you're it's... gonna be somebody who gets involved in the shit and you're gonna you're gonna put your own personal feelings and and opinions into the shit you need to do that shit regardless but, like, the fact that I saw so many, like, white journalists who were like, oh, my God, now I'm upset because somebody in my field got shot. When a black person got shot, when that, that church got shot up by Dylan Roof, or the myriad of times when a black person got shot, you stuck to your fucking field. You were, all you did was talk about the Pisses Summer well, Camp, and you talked about fucking the Lions Summer Camp, whatever the fuck well, you th- talked yeah, about. I, like, that... That th- fucks no, with me, man. No, no, I think I think it's because you could you could sympathize because you work in that field. I think if you know there was a string of murders, it should have to do with your fucking field. It shouldn't. We talking I, about fucking no, 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 people, no. I man. Get that. I'm not even saying it is right. I'm just saying just a natural feeling, like you know, like for instance, um, Kari was tweeting earlier, like he was saying how he was, you know, and he works in the news field yeah, or yeah, whatever, yeah. and he was saying how you know he had been a been off work for an hour, but he was just reading the shit and just felt shook. Like, is he going to leave from work and someone's going to shoot him type shit like that? And so I think it's a, a thing where since you work in that field, you know, you have a more of a more, more sympathy. I'm not saying it's right. I felt he had a, he had a valid reason to like have like reservations. Like, you know, is there anything, you know, Curry has a, Curry has a reason to feel more, upset about it because it's an added it's an added aspect of it but yeah outside of him being so black and with, stuff no no i mean as as a, as a as somebody who works in that field like so so that's what i'm saying that's that, I don't, he fits the, the other people that work but kari's not the kind of dude who is like kari's not glazing over any other shit like when okay so like okay say for instance like you got reporters right just across the line Excuse me. If a white reporter ends up in the same si- oh, no, I'm sorry. If a black report, shit, I'm like hiccuping and shit. <laughs> Hiccup so if, uh, all the shit. <laughs> right. So Kari's added added angst about the situation revolving on the fact that he's in that industry, but that's just added angst. Like Kari spoke out about the shit. Period. Right. And just as a black man, he's gonna be bothered by people. People getting killed for no reason, especially when we're seeing black people getting killed for no reason across the board. Kari's going to feel a way about that, period. So then if he sees uh, some shit that actually pertains to his field, he's going to feel even more 
uh, involved, and he's going to have even more of a, a relationship with that situation. But, like, Kari's not going to be, like, totally oblivious outside of that. Whereas with the reporters that I saw, it was people that, like, I followed these reporters on Twitter. They, don't, they didn't say shit when it happened outside of that. Outside of that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, now you upset when it was somebody in your field? Well, but I you think, didn't have shit to say as a reporter and as a journalist. Yeah, for people, you should give a fuck when that when injustice happens. Period. Even like, because that's a story. So like, you should feel you should feel. To me, as a as a human who cares about life and is a person with values and morals, you should feel a way whenever any kind of injustice happens. But if you're a sports reporter and injustice happens and you don't say shit because you feel like I need to stick to sports reporting. And so I'm going to talk about the Lakers, even though there's all this racial tension and all this crazy shit happening outside of me. But I'm not going to say shit because I'm a fucking sports reporter. So I'm going to stick to sports reporting. But then when a sports reporter gets killed, then you're like, oh, my God, I'm so broken up about it. This is so sad. I'm so upset about it. Like, no, fuck that. You can't pick and choose when injustice pertains to you or not. Like, okay, when it happens outside of my field, I don't give a fuck. But when it happens in my field, now I'm upset about it. Like, you can't, as a fucking human who cares about life and is supposed to be a real, genuine person who cares about other lives, you can't pick and choose when you get upset. Like, you should feel, as an actual human with a soul, you should care when injustice injustice happens across the board. You can't say, like, oh, I don't give a... Not say this, but you can't respond, like... I don't give a fuck when it happens to fucking black people outside of sports, but then when it happens to somebody who's my race inside of sports, now I care. Well, like I you mean, can't, and that's the vibe that I got. It's like you a sports reporter, and you report on the Pistons, right? So, but when something happens, you don't say shit. But when something happens to a white reporter in your field, now you care. Like, and now you want to talk about it. Like, well, I don't want to hear your fucking opinion now. Like, well, you yeah, have I, shit to say. If you're a sports reporter, stick to sports. This shouldn't have nothing to do with sports. So I, don't talk about it. I think it's the... the, the if lip- it's black and you sports, don't talk about it. If it's white and it's sports, don't talk about it. But if it's black and it's not sports and you don't say shit, then when it's white and it's not sports, don't, don't say shit then either. I feel like <laughs> it's funny. I feel like I, I'm I'm playing devil's advocate, but I'm really not. I'm just I think play that, it. no, it's cool. Play it. No, I think that it's it's just you. It feels more. It feels more close to home. Like if your regular job, is I get to, that it feels more close to it's, home. It's your reg, if, if your regular if you job gotta, if, is sports, if, if, if your regular job is sports, and a sportscaster gets killed, you're going to feel because one, you know, you do that gig or whatever or whatever. But it's like. I guess at some point you feel like you can't speak much on a, a work level if that's your work account. Say that's your work job, your work email, your work Twitter. You know, you're gonna you kind of sticking with that. You know, I don't know. I, I think, but in your case, you know, you follow a lot of folks who tweet about regular stuff, and you know, they when that happened, they don't really, you know, other stuff happens, they don't tweet those injustices or or speak out against. You know, what I'm saying. Those injustices, but I don't think I don't know. I don't I don't know. Well, what it boils down to for me is like, if you're a sports guy, speaking specific specifically on this guy, if you're a sports guy, yes, obviously, if it happens to a colleague in your field, you're going to be more affected. But you can't. To me, 
as a human, you can't speak out only when it pertains to somebody in your field, especially with the racial climate that we're in right now, when it's somebody who's the same race as you. So now it looks weird because it's like you're a sports guy and when it happened to a black dude, you didn't say shit. But when it happened to a white dude, now you're like totally upset about it. So it makes it seem like you only care when it's somebody who relates to you. And like you shouldn't care when somebody gets killed unjustly only when it relates to you. You should care when somebody gets killed unjustly because it's fucking unjust. Not because of somebody who you relate to in your field or whatever. Like, so, like, that bothered me, man, that I yeah, saw, like, I, I, people I, who only care because, like, oh, that's a reporter? Oh, now I care. You should care when people get killed for no reason regardless, but, especially when you're a journalist and it's your job to report the news un- without bias. But the thing, I guess they can report out bias. I just don't, I don't, I don't, I don't hold a lot of them to higher, higher standards because I don't think it, it'd, be, it'd be genuine. Like, if they did have an outrage, is it just, just, just to show the I news like it, that I think it would be genuine if they did say something. I don't so know, like if you if you're if you 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 can you can express condolences and some shit and not give a fuck, but you just want to just do it for the sake of just you know appeasing the masses and shit like that. But you should. I rather like, genuine. If you don't give a fuck, don't give a fuck. Let me know that you don't give a fuck. But you should give a fuck, like regardless, like whether you it's in your field or not. You should. So but, like, if you don't give a fuck when it's outside of your field, then I don't want to give. I don't want to hear you when it's in your field. Because you shouldn't care. Your determining factor should not be whether or not it's somebody in your field. Your determining factor should be whether or not somebody got killed for no reason. Yeah. So if you're if just, you're like if you're looking at like, hey, this black guy got killed, but it's it's I don't report on sports, so I'm not gonna fuck with it. And yeah, then, or I'm not a or that person wasn't a news reporter, so fuck it. But, it's but just, then when it's a just, news reporter gets killed, you're like, oh my god, I'm so sad. It's just not you the, didn't give a fuck when. These other people got killed, and you're and you're a journalist. Like, even if your specific shit is sports, you're still a journalist. And it's your job to report on what's happening in the news. So when shit happens in the news, and you ignore it because it's not sports, but then this shit happens, and then you embrace it, it's still not sports. So technically, if if you're ignoring shit that's outside of sports, you should be ignoring this too. But if you if you take this one thing and you embrace it, to me, that lets me know that that shit is more important to you than the other shit. And, like, I don't... That doesn't sit well with me that you can say, I'm going to pick and choose what bothers me. And it's not even, like, a conscious decision, like, I'm going to pick and choose. It's, like, it's like a, a thing that's inside you that when you are, as a journalist, and you're a sports journalist, and you say... And you, you're not even thinking about it. You're just living your life as a sports journalist, and you see unjust killings of black people by the police and you're like well i'm a sports journalist so i'm gonna stick the report in these fucking sports and i'm gonna do this i'm gonna stick the sports you need to fucking stick the sports period period and then if a fucking white journalist gets killed you can't just be like oh my god i'm so devastated this is the worst thing this is ruining my day i'm so upset by this oh my god i'm so devastated no you can't do that like you can't you can't say like, oh, now I'm upset because of somebody in my field. Like, especially when we're living in this racial climate right now where it's so much fucking racial tension. So now it looks like you care, you care when it's a white person, but you don't care when it's a black person. And like, that really bothered me. And then that coupled with this whole white lives matter hashtag where white people are making it sound like, hey, 
we just lost somebody, but we ain't reacting like you black people are. Like, well, we black people are getting killed for no reason, left and right, by y'all. Like, we are the people who are being treated like our lives don't matter. You can't say, you can't look at, like, this is obviously an arbitrary number, but you can't look at 99 black people getting killed and be like, eh, they're just playing a race card. And then when your one white friend gets killed, like, oh my God, I'm so devastated. This is, this is so fucked up. Oh my God, it's so bad. Like, it, it doesn't make sense. Like, you can't play this, like, it's, it's, it's the same shit with the fucking lion from a couple weeks ago. Like, you can't, to me, you can't dismiss all the injustices that happen to black people and then get upset when a lion dies. And you can't dismiss all the shit that's happened to black people and then get upset when a white person dies. Like, it, it that fucking bothered me, man. That Especially that White Lives Matter hashtag. That shit really had me fucked up. Like, y'all really took this opportunity. Like it, It's like they looked at it as an opportunity. Like, well, yeah, oh, we are. lost a, a white person got shot by a black person, so now it's our turn to act like we're really upset when like you guys don't you you aren't getting the raw end of this raw end of the deal like we're upset because we are customarily treated as if we're lower than you guys whereas this shit is whatever this was like this was this guy he had a situation with he 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 said that they they were calling him racist shit he said that he got shit for being gay like this was his specific situation whereas like Black people are getting killed, like, across the board for whatever the fuck reason. You can't compare the two. And, like, they took their one situation and act like they, they still not sitting on top of the world with all the advantages and all the privileges of being white. And they're like, oh, we just lost one of our people, but you don't see us acting like y'all. Well, because you guys are getting killed across the board customarily for no fucking reason because you guys are considered inferior. That's why we're upset. You can't be upset for that same reason because that's not what you li- that's not what you're dealing with. This is like a, almost like a one off for you. Right. Like the idea of a black guy killing white people that's a one off for you. That's a, this is a, some random shit for y'all. This is every day for us. Like so you can't compare the two. And they look at this situation. It was like I'm going to embrace this as an opportunity to make a make Black Lives Matter look like hypocrites. And that's bullshit. You can't come out here acting like we hypocrites. No, you can't come out here acting like we're on the same plane. Like, you guys are just as disserviced and hated and mistreated and undervalued as we are. Like, it's not the same deal just because you lost one person, you know, well, two people today. And I don't like the fact that it made it sound like I was diminishing the value of their lives because I, I, I'm not. But, like, you can't you can't make that equation. Like, you can't add that up. It doesn't make sense. It's not equal. Like, you guys had this situation that this happened, and it's fucked up. It is. But you can't make it sound like, like, all of a sudden, like, we're out of bounds for being upset about what's happening to us because you guys are handling this one situation, this one situation where you got, where you had, you lost some white people for, for a bad reason, but you're handling it so much better than we are. Like, we ain't getting out of control like these black people are. Well, these black people are being treated like shit. And we're clearly undervalued, and we're clearly being treated like we're less than humans by you. So you can't be out here like, are we dealing with the same shit, but we ain't acting like y'all are. You ain't dealing with the same shit. So shut the fuck up. And that's how they treating that shit. And I don't like the fact that they're exploiting this situation as a way of diminishing the Black Lives Matter movement. It's bullshit. 
Yeah, it's a and, lot it, of- and it's fucked up because it's making it's devaluing what happened to this woman. What what happened to these two people? Because now I'm sitting here like it's hard for me to feel bad for these two people because you guys are like comparing apples to oranges. Well, like it's not is, the same I think, shit. I think you can you can compartmentalize. You can you can feel bad because I truly feel there's nothing that I can see on on Twitter or on the news or anything that that makes me feel that makes you have less compassion for them because they're dead and they got killed and that shit shouldn't have never happened. So there's nothing I could feel. There's nothing going to make me feel less about them. I mean, it's people out here that's fucked up. So it's like, I'm not going to feel any less for them because of all these other fuck ass opinions. People going to have these whole white lives matter. The thing is the difference. And I seen this on Twitter earlier, a big difference. in when, some white person does some old fucked up shit like Dylan Roof does some shit and this guy does it like we're not sitting here making this fucker a martyr. We're not, you know, making fan pages to, you know, to lift him up saying he right. did great shit or, you know, we're not, you know, uh, donating money to his family. Because, right. People are out here like, where's Black Lives Matter? Right, right, like, right. We want this motherfucker. We, we are across the board fair. Like, he fuck- unjustly killed these people? Fuck him. Like, right, we're right. not out here supporting so, him and making GoFundMe's so for this know, motherfucker. We're no fuck, but I think it just shows that it's just fucked up people out here. It's, you know, this is not go. this story is not going to change the fact that, you know, there are, 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 are white folks that are, you know, so strong in the whole, you know, want to bring up other lives matter. You know, when the thing is, if, if black lives truly matter, it would never be the hashtag would never exist existed. It wouldn't be needed. It wouldn't be out there. So when people, you know, you the whole thing of you know, well, why? What about white lives? Well, what about them? I I I I care. I don't know if I shouldn't say that. Let me take that back. What were you about to say? Because I will say it. <laughs> I know you would. I care. But I will say it. I, 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 I just think it's it's fucked up that these folks were killed. It's fucked up that uh, all those folks at those at that theater in Aurora was killed. It's fucked up that all these. It's fucked up when people die. Period. Especially at that, the death of. But that's what it boils down to, right? It's fucked up that all these people get killed for no reason when somebody is doing this crazy shit. It, that's fucked up, man. And but that's why the Black Lives Matter exists is because it. The world that we live in is only fucked up when it happens to y'all. It's not fucked up when it happens to us. When it happens to us, all y'all do is paint the picture of the victim as like a fucking weed dealer. And like, let's let's find out how we can paint the victim as uh, a fucking bad person. And then let's take the shooter as, oh, he has all these mental problems. He was bullied as a kid. Or, he, you know, let's find a way to manipulate the shooter as a... Uh, a troubled person, and then let's find a way to manipulate the victim as somebody who had it coming. Right. But then when it ha- when it's the other way around, it's like the whole nation needs to be mourning. Like I don't want to hear that shit, man. And that's what's fucked up about it. Well, like, I'm you know, sick of I, that I really shit. Hope and that, this is the perfect example of that. I hope that in our lifetime, it'll get to the point when we are killed. We're just as you know, people care just as much as when others are killed. So. Hopefully. It ain't gonna happen. I, I think I realize. It ain't gonna happen. Well, yeah. I mean, as, we as, ain't living the, the reality world. is that you know our 
our lives aren't as valued as much. The reality and, is that our lives aren't valued as much as white lives. Our, our, our lives aren't valued as much as lion lives. Our lives aren't ma- valued as much as dog lives. Like, our lives are at the fucking bottom of the totem pole. And today, the fact that something fucked up happened to some white people, and all of us should be upset about it. The fact that that happened, and that white people found a way to make it to where it was like, we deserve all of this sympathy. Which, technically, they should be entitled to. Like, this is, that's true. Like, these people died for no reason. Like... They they, they they shouldn't have died. But, like, why do you take this as an opportunity to say not just these people shouldn't have died without reason, but this is also why, like, they, they use it as an opportunity to, like, take a stab at the Black Lives Matter movement. Well, that's, that, and, like, that's, why, that, that like, shit just gonna happen, man. It's just because people fucked up. That's why. I just, I try not to, to, to take any of that to, to heart because I know it's some fucked up folks out here. I mean, and so, you know, them... Them being killed was just a, a a a result of some dude being fucked up. No matter what the fuck color he was, I honestly was pissed off to find out it was a black guy. I was like really sick. Like it's just like you just want our people to you know to do better, man. And I was just so pissed. Like I don't think I think I was. I don't think I would have been as pissed as me finding out it was a white guy. I still would have been pissed because he killed those folks, but I was really sick with it when I was like, damn, it really was a it was a black guy. Like, what the fuck? I was and I knew how the new I knew how the news was gonna spin the shit. That's why I was sick with it, because I, I knew what the repercussions were gonna be. I knew how it was gonna be spun. And that's what bothers me about it. It 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 it, it shouldn't we shouldn't feel any kind of way about who it was. We should only care about the facts of the situation and we should be mourning the lives of the people who who were the people the lives that were lost. We should be mourning those lives. But the fact that it was spun in a uh, a, 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 a white people died, and now we're really upset. And but though well, they didn't touch on on any black shit. But the fact that it was it was spun in a way of like this is somehow more relevant than when it happens to black people like hourly. That's what bothered me. Like I want to see, I want to see unjust killing outrage across the board. Like I don't like so when I see a dismissal of the the black lives being killed, I'm not saying that I want to see a dismissal of white lives, but like at the same time, it's like if you're gonna dismiss us, why do we care about y'all? Why why am I supposed why am I supposed to sit here and be like, oh, this is so sad what happens to these white people when? Y'all don't give a fuck about what happened to us. And the fucked up thing about it is I do do that. Like, I do feel bad that this person got killed. I'm sorry, these people got killed. I feel bad about the fact that these people got killed. And and I feel a way about the fact that I feel remorse for these white people who got killed. But when it happens to us, y'all don't give a fuck. Like, y'all don't say nothing. All y'all do is paint us as some fucking criminals and paint the white fucking shooter or cop or whoever as a victim... But then when it happens to y'all, it's just victim across the board. Like, that shit, man. And I feel guilty about the fact that it makes me feel less remorse for the victim. Because as an actual good person, I want to feel remorse for the victim. But the fact that y'all make it seem like somehow their lives are more important and more relevant than all the fucking black people that the police have killed. 
it's like it's hard for me to feel bad about what what happens to the white people because it's like, well, you didn't give a fuck what happened to black people. Why? Why do you give a fuck now? Well, that's the thing. I and think, now it's like it's so conflicting. I think that I think you have to like. You, I think you have to have compassion for just humans, period, and not have it. Not have your compassion be be jilted by the non-compassion that other that other folks have for us. That's how it should be. That's I mean, I'm just saying, just be. like for you, period. I'm just saying, I, I, it should be for everybody. But like saying, just in just in the situation you're talking about, you know, we have to have just compassion, you know, for for people, period. You know, I don't, I don't, I, and I had to really, I think I had to do like a really, I guess, a serious like self check. Like, I had to have compassion. Like, I really, I really don't think that there's enough compassion for when. Blacks kill blacks, but when whites kill blacks, like there is, you can have today. There's a fucking stabbing on the fucking bus and um, on the city bus. Here. Yeah, right? here. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Chick, chick stabbed a chicken. You know, what I'm saying killed her. The compassion that people, or the lack of compassion, people will half of that. But then. Uh, Trayvon Martin get killed by a white guy and it's so much more like there was still a life lost you know what I'm saying and for a while I had that feeling where I felt I felt more for when others killed us but when we killed our own and I think that's what a, a thing like you know you had two or three or maybe four fucking block block club shootings in Detroit black folks killing black folks and the, I I don't I honestly don't think the compassion level is is high for that shit. No one gave a fuck. No one cared that the that the people that was killed never was. I mean, the people who shot these folks never was found. No one cared when there was a barbershop shooting years ago here, where a dude ran up in a bar. Dudes ran a barbershop and shot like three or four, five people. You know what I mean? Shit. So it's like, even all for us. I don't see how we can't feel when our people are killed. I feel fucked up that our people kill each other and you can't use a a, a Black Lives Matter tag for that because it's something different, as people say. Well, it's, this is not to say that it's okay, but... It's tolerated more. The difference, Well, the difference is the fact that when black people kill each other, we'll say like, so like in Chicago or what you mentioned in the barbershop, when black people kill each other, it's different than when the police kill kill somebody, and I think that's the that's the underlying difference. Because like, police are meant to uphold the law; they're they're meant to be the people who are supposed to protect and serve. So, the outrage is yes, it's partially because of the fact that, for the most part, in all these high profile murders, it's been like a white police officer who kills a black person but i think the the main reason that there's more outrage is because when it's police it's different because like they're supposed to be the ones upholding the law oh no and, and, and you and, can't and, get as equally see, that's outraged the thing. across the board well, because that's what, like and that's murders happen every right, day and that's the thing why i didn't i didn't want to specify i didn't want to say that that part really i didn't want to say you know because i, f- I feel that you know police are held to a higher standard you know they're supposed to you know if they say protect and serve and so forth so that's kind of why i use like uh 
Zimmerman and and um, Trayvon Martin, or you know the the one kid I think it was in Atlanta, the dude that shot through the fucking truck and shot you know yeah. the kids like that. You know, obviously I feel the police should be held a whole different standard, but it seems like when when a non-black person kills a black person, the 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 I hate using the word outrage, but the outrage is a lot a lot higher than when you know. It absolutely is. Random black person kills random black person. And it seems like that conversation is never had. Like, you know, how do how do we stop that in a city where, you know, people are being killed almost every other day? You know, how does that? But I think, you know, we're totally, I guess I'm, I'm, I might be off topic. I don't know. Is well, it really an off topic to our Not show? really. I think the outrage is different because, like, if. Well, it kind of harkens back to what I said earlier. Like, if, if if black people are killing each other, black people kind of look at it as, like, that's just kind of like life in the hood, almost. Like, that's kind of like how it should I be. I don't get that and that's shit, not, though, man. No, it's no. It's, no, oh, no, it's no. not to say it's right, but yeah. That, oh, no, no, that, I get that. It's, it's not right. I think and that's I'm not, how people respond to it. And I think we're just desensitized by that shit. And I just, you know, I've I've had, you know, Younger, you know, I remember, you know, dudes I knew in the hood that were killed and shit like that. But it was, you know, it was fucked up. And and it's, and it's because another black person did it, it was just like, all right, well, that shit happens, you know, let's move on or some shit like that. But, you know, I, I definitely just say, you know, I just, I don't think they're, I, I, I still feel fucked up that they got, that the reporters got killed like that. It's just, it's just fucked up. But it's it just, it's so many trolls, there's so many, so many fucked up people with so many fucked up mentalities and shit, you know, I, I think if, if that, if that, um, killer was, was white and he killed two black, you know, two black reporters, you know, there'll be a slew of white people who want, and if, if he didn't kill himself. I guarantee you that if it was a white killer and two black reporters, the sports reporter that I saw tweeting today wouldn't be saying shit. Who's the sports reporter? Guarantee it. Matt Derry. He's a fucking uh, Pistons reporter. Guarantee you he wouldn't have said shit. Because he ain't said shit before. And he only said something now. And like. It. It just speaks to. It just speaks to what we. The climate that we live in. The fact that. I can guarantee. I. I. Obviously, I don't know him. I'm not in his head. But, like, just from what I've seen in life over the course should, of 2015. I think you should tweet him. I think you should, like, try to engage I was very, very tempted. But at the same time, at this point. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? Well, I'll tell you exactly what the worst that can happen. The worst that can happen is that I will get stressed out. <laughs> and I'm trying to not get stressed out. You got you got a busy like, you got a busy month ahead. Yeah. Well, even aside from that, even if I didn't, I I can't at this point, man. My head can't even contain any more hateful thoughts about what the world that we're living in right now. Like I just can't deal with it. Like I, I at this point, I kind of want to just set myself apart from it. So I I did entertain the thought of saying like, hey, you know, you're you're a guy who reports on sports. You're a guy who reports on the Pistons. I'm hearing you talk about what happened to these reporters today, but I ain't heard you say shit about the nine 
fucking million black people who've been unjustly killed by the police in 2015. I heard you say shit. I don't even feel like engaging in that because it, it's just going to stress me out. He's going to come to his defense and he's probably going to look at me as calling him a racist. He's going to defend all this. Like, I, 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 it's, it's too much. I don't want to deal with it. So for my own personal sanity at this point, I kind of just got to have moments like this where I get on the podcast and I say how I feel and this is how I let it out. Because engaging people at this point is is pointless because a lot of times I think people don't even realize really what's going on in their head. Like he doesn't know like that the fact that he's a sports reporter, but this is the one, the one time he chose to report on some shit outside of sports. Like, He's not thinking about that. He's just thinking about the fact that, hey, another reporter got killed. I mean, another, but a reporter got killed who's in my field, and I feel a way about that, and he's tunnel vision on that. So it, it's, it's a waste of my time to point out that, you know, the underlying situation is that you feel more of a way about this than you do about all the other unjust killings. You don't speak about the shit outside of your field when it comes to black people, but now you speak about it right now. Like, it's not... It's not worth my time. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to have to deal with theoretically if he would respond, I'm going to have to deal with an argument that's ultimately going to go nowhere. And like I'm not really in the mood at this point in my life to deal with arguments with people on Twitter that's not going to go anywhere. It's it's fruitless. It's it's no point. So it's it's for me I kind of just I feel like I'm best served by using the podcast to vent how I feel, and I honestly eat myself up. Like, I feel a whole lot of remorse and anger toward myself for not being able to do more. I would like to be able to be more vocal and be more in the streets and and, and more of a voice for our people and how I feel and the people who feel like me, but I can't, I'm glad you brought that up. I can't. You've, you said on, um, a couple other podcasts and I I think probably maybe the last one for certain, I believe, but you know, you spoke about, you know, not being able to protest like you want to, because, you know, you have a family, you have a son and stuff like that. And, you know, we were talking about going to, you know, uh, um, like Ferguson and shit like that and so forth. And do you think that the limit, the the way they limit the the things that they say is because of things like that? Who's that? Like reporters, for instance. Like, you know, for instance, you know, a lot of reporters you say, you know, don't, don't speak out on stuff that they, you know, should speak out on because of maybe just work constraints and stuff like that. Do you feel, do you think that they have those same, like reservations and stuff like that because i mean you can have a person who reports say we go back to this whole sports reporting thing you know because someone got killed in his industry he he feels a certain way to speak on it but he's gonna speak out other stuff because of you know reservations of like hey you know i have a job to keep i can't do shit like that i would and that would and i think that kind of would would relate to how you said you spoke about not you know not being able to do the stuff you really want to do. I would have thought that until I saw reporters coming out today. 
if reporters still stuck to what they report on today, then yeah. But the fact that reporters who don't really have any kind of affiliation with uh, with that sort of topic, if they had kept to themselves today and it stuck to the reporting or whatever they're reporting on, then yeah. But I don't feel like I feel like they. If I were a reporter, I would feel on. I would feel about. I would feel that I should report on how I feel and what is right and what is wrong. But the fact that for the vast majority of of sticking to sports, sports reporters stick to sports. If I was a reporter and I stuck to sports, I would stick to sports across the board, or I wouldn't. It would be one way or the other. I wouldn't float across one or the other. So if I felt the way, then I would say something. And it wouldn't matter who it was. So if I was a sports reporter, and I, I strictly strictly reported on the Pistons, when Dylan Roof shot up the fucking uh, the Charleston church, and I felt a way about it, then I would say something. If I if I had that if I had that uh that window and that that reach. Like if I was a guy who like well not to speak on him personally, but like say if I was Stephen A. Smith, for instance. This guy has like a ton of reach. He's like a, a big deal guy. So if I was Stephen A. Smith and I knew that I could reach a lot of people and I felt a way about the Charleston shit, then I would speak because I know that I can reach a lot of people. And then Today's instance, same situation, I'll speak just like I did in the Charleston shit. But if I'm Stephen A. Smith and I didn't speak on the Charleston shit, then I wouldn't speak on this. Because my whole reason for me as a journalist, as a sports journalist, I should say, if I if I say I'm not going to speak on the Charleston shit because I'm a sports journalist and my job is to talk about the fucking Knicks and the Cowboys and the fucking Red Wings and this is what I'm supposed to talk about. Then and I'm not gonna talk about the Charleston shit. Then I'm not gonna talk about the Charleston shit. Well, that's, and then the I shit mean, come out today. That's like some robot I'm not shit, talk though. It's like you know you can't you know. I'm gonna keep it. I'm saying I'm gonna keep it 100 across the board. Like I'm not if I'm not gonna talk about one thing, if it don't have nothing to do with sports, I'm not gonna talk about anything outside of sports. I'm not gonna pick and choose what outside of sports that I talk about. So yeah, I'm not, I mean I, that's yeah. just how it would be. Like I'm not gonna be if I'm if. I would be loyal to one thing or the other. So if I was a sports reporter and I talked about shit outside of sports, then I would talk about shit outside of sports across the board. Like I, I thought Dylan Roof shit was fucked up. I would talk about that. If I thought today was fucked up, I would talk about that too. But I'm not going to be like, I'm going to stick to sports because this is what I do when it fucking is black people. And then when it's not black people, be like, oh, now I'm outraged. I'm going to talk about this shit outside of sports. I'm going to do a whole fucking podcast about this shit now when it at, when it has like an actual impact on me as a journalist you're supposed you're you're supposed to speak unbiased like you're supposed to report the facts in sports so if you're going to reach outside of sports then you need to reach outside of sports across the board if you don't do that and you reach outside of sports one time and then not outside the other then that shows where your preferences lie so that's that's just that's how fair. I look at it. That's, to me, so I look at Matt fair. Derry right now is like, okay, well, 
You didn't say shit with the 9 million fucking unjust killings before that happened to black people, but now what happens to a white person in your field, now you feel a way? Well, then, to me, that speaks to your character. So that's that's how I look at it. That's fair. So, in a change of topic, um, what's your what's your favorite uh, your your favorite temperature of steak? What do you order for steak? Oh, for steak. Oh, um, <laughs> I thought you said estate. My favorite estate. My my favorite steak. Um, I would probably get like medium steak. I'm not like for me. If I get like a well done steak, it's pretty. It's usually pretty like. I don't want to say tough, but it's usually pretty like. Okay, I'll say like a little tough, a little dry, like. It's just like you want to make sure your shit is fully done, so you're sacrificing a little bit of the flavor, I would say. But at the same time, like, rare and, like, medium rare, I'm kind of like... For me, I'm kind of uncomfortable having some shit that's that level of uncooked. So, I kind of yeah, find, find a light spot in medium. So, I can get, like, a juicy steak that's, you know... Charred on the outside, which I, I I fucking love the uh I fucking love the char like I, I fucking love the char that's my shit like I'm a big fan of like the char yeah and like like in general like that the burnt aspect of sometimes like so like like if, if a motherfucker is like grilling like hot dogs on the grill and shit I want that burnt ass hot dog because I like that fucking burnt? taste man see I the burnt is cool I like I t- I like a I like a well cooked like all through the center cooked hot dog or sausages or whatever that is. I, I like a little char, but I'm not... I would even want to just make sure it's cooked through. But steaks... With so- <sighs> well, 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 hot dogs and sausages, if it's too burnt, that should be like... It's like a like a dry ass, and then like on the inside, it's be like... It's different. Like So I like a... I like a decent combination of like char on the outside and juicy on the inside. So that's kind of why I... I like a medium kind of deal, but at the same time, I don't want it to be like damn near raw on the inside either. So, I would say I will fall in the medium range. Yeah, I like the medium. Medium steak is probably where I go to. Like, I I, I found out like years ago. That, I don't know what made you ask this, but um, go ahead, <laughs> continue. Well, I think earlier we were talking about steaks, and then I, smooth transition from like dead people to to, to steaks. like steaks. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I figured it'd be lighthearted, but I was just thinking like we like on uh, uh, what would they say next podcast? Like, so we just got through talking about murder. Now, right, right. Uh, <laughs> so how do you like your socks to feel? Right, right. <laughs> it's definitely in a more uh, what a more cooler topic than uh, yeah. you know, do you like yeah crunchy socks? But I think I so I found out years ago that getting the the temperature of steaks. Really dependent on demographics. Okay, explain. the The closer you are in the city, the more your steak will be overcooked. Because black, for the most part, a lot of black folks are really well done steak eaters. So, say you go to a place like Starters and right. you order a steak. A good, if I had to say a percentage, a good eighty five percent of a lot of black folks like well done steaks. 
So if you order a medium yeah, steak, paranoid about the shit not being done. If so, you yeah. order a medium steak, they're gonna still cook it more because they're still paranoid about black folks and their steak eating and shit. You come out like, oh, that's not done enough, and it's really well done. They really want like no pink, just straight charred through that bitch. Right. But I found that the closer I was to the city, the more it was like the steak was made the next level up than what I wanted. And I think that's how I got to medium because I was ordering steaks to be medium well, but I would order it medium to get it medium well, if that right. makes sense. Yeah, no, I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I start ordering steaks out of the city, a medium actually was a medium. I was like, oh, this is seems underdone because I'm so used to ordering steaks to get it. I'm ordering steaks down to get it to where I want it, if that makes sense. Right, yeah, no, it does, yeah. Yeah, so that's when I, I think I end up finding out about medium steaks because I like medium rare, I mean medium well, and then places would do well done. So I was like, I'll order one down, and then when I start like a medium, like shit, to get a medium, I got to go medium rare. When I go medium rare, I get a medium steak. Right. And so that's how I kind of got it. Further out of the city. So you get medium, you get medium rare in a city and then medium outside the city. Because you know, outside the city, you will get actual medium. But you in go the to city, some shit. You go you to like medium a rare, you, you go to a root Chris or some shit or some other shit. You're gonna get whatever you you want. Whatever for that you order, you gonna get it. You're gonna get it. You get, in the city, niggas be niggas and want well done steaks. So you're gonna get a pretty much a level higher. Okay. Than what it is, but for I cannot perfect the medium steak when I actually grill it though. I just can. It, sometimes I end up because the thing is steaks cook. After you take it off the grill. Right. So, I will always end up cooking it medium. Like, oh, cool. It's good. I get it back in the house. It's unsettled. It's all that shit. And it's like medium well now. So. Or closer to well. So, do you utilize uh, a thermometer? Like a temperature thing? Where Fuck you poke no. in the meat? Fuck no. Well, then that would help you, I'm, just, I'm just saying I'm right? just a nigga. I don't, but I'm like, that would help you. It so could. Like, it would help. It would help. But So you have an exact temperature for this is what medium well is or whatever. Or you got the, like, the touch thing. Like, um, I forget how it works. It's one of those, like, you hold your hand. It's a, it's a, it's a meter to this shit when you can actually touch. Like if, like, if you hold, I think if you hold your hand out and you touch your finger, that's, like, medium, like, like, medium. The closer you put your fingers, or it was some, it's like a, it's a, it's a meter you could use for your hand as far as touching them. <laughs> I feel okay. like I'm saying some shit drunk, but I'm not. But it really is. Yeah, like, you are. <laughs> I'm gonna find it, but because you say you touch your finger and you touching like oh, your I'm sorry, palm so and shit. You use your <laughs> finger to touch like the like the thumbs, like the big thumb like skin around your thumb, and it's some shit like that. But at any rate, I, I found that I really like medium steak. Sometimes, like. If I could have a steak cooked the way I want it all the time, it would be between medium rare and medium. That's what I want. Yeah, I've had I, medium I rare, go, yeah, and it's really... I need a char, but I need juiciness. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's what I want. I want the char, a little char, but I really want still juicy, still red. Hell, um, I think... Chris, he likes his shit like medium rare. Like he like his shit with like cow fur on it. Like he'll go to fucking <laughs> almost rare and shit. Yeah, I can't. I can't fade that. I can't. I can't. Like blood. It's like you know you order a steak and potatoes. You got like blood leaking in your potatoes and shit. Like yeah, I, can't I don't really like it that, that much. I like a deep red. You know, 
you know, cut into it. And it depends on the cut of steak, too. You get, a, if you get a medium T-bone steak, since the fillet is close to the bone, yeah. you're going to get that. It's not going to be as cooked close to the bone. Right. So if you order medium, you're going to get a medium rare around the bowl and shit like that. You order right. like a strip or a fillet, whatever you get, it's pretty much what you get. So, yeah, so, I don't know. Uh, so what made you mention that? <laughs> I don't know. No clue. It was just random as hell. I thought about it when we was uh, just thinking about just random uh, topics and shit. And I was like, oh, steaks sound good. I don't know why I thought about steaks. Yeah, I'm like a, not a big fan of like rare like I, I don't really you can't help but feel a way about having a fucking pink ass steak and shit like that but I'm a big fan like I said I'm a big fan of the char on the outside but a big fan of juiciness and not quite all the way well on the inside makes sense Makes so sense. yeah I just I generally just say medium because I, I'm not that picky though at the same time but because of the because of the nuances, I actually generally try to not order steaks. I used to do that because I used to do that too because I would hate having to send a steak back. Like I don't want it overcooked, and I hate sending food. But I want my food to just be done when I get it. Like yeah, I don't want to have to be like it's oh, very finicky. Not. So I try not to order steaks. Like generally, I'm not a big steak guy. Like I, I'm like, eh, I'm not a big fan. So like, because there's just there, there's too many variable variables. So, generally, I try to order like. Well, for me, I'm a big pasta fan, so like I, I like to get pasta and shit like that when I go to restaurants. Big pasta fan, yeah. Yeah, so I try to get pasta and shit like that. Um, but if I get a steak, it's gotta be like. I, I want. I don't want to say a special occasion because I make it sound like it's special, but at the same time, like I gotta be in a place. I gotta be at a steak place. I can't go anywhere and just. I can't go to a like Olive Garden and be like, "Hey, let me get a steak that's medium, whatever, whatever." No, I'm not gonna go to Olive Garden and get steak. I gotta be at a, a place that specializes in steak, and then I'll say, "Let me get it medium or, or whatever the case may be." If I decide to get a steak, but like I, I gotta be at a steak a place that specializes in steak for me to get steak. I'm not gonna. Otherwise, no, I've had I'm a surprisingly. Like, I've had a really good steak. Is at Applebee's. I've had really good steak at Applebee's, and they get. I mean, it's not a steak place, but they. I've had really good steak at Applebee's. I've had a really good steak at Longhorns. Um, I'm going to Texas Day Brazil tomorrow, so uh, whatever, nigga. Hey, uh, you can come, nigga. Hey, man, <laughs> you like, can go. The way the way our accounts are set up right now, <laughs> shit's just fucked up. I know how it is, but uh. One day, one day, like I, I really liked uh, when I went to Gaucho's a couple of years ago. I really liked that they their steaks were, were dope. Um, their cuts of meat were dope. It should I, be perfect, man. Man, perfect. Between I, all I ate was fucking steak and lamb. Lamb chops yeah. are off the hook. Flank um, steak, man. Now flank steak, I like flank steak. Uh, I've grilled flank steak. Uh, we did marinades for flank steak. It's cool. We did it for like fajitas. And so we just get oh, the big man, ass, be great. big ass flank, and you know we just, you know, I like a since you know, well, I think I've I've pushed my household to like a medium, like I think before, like you Fair know, enough. my um, um, my stepson and nephew and all of them, they kind of like more cooked steak, but I've kind of pushed them towards the medium now. So now when we out and we do get to the point where we're all ordering steaks, they like medium. 
EDM now. So flake steak, you know, decent marinade, you know, get a good char on it, you know, pull it out, cut it in slits and shit, you know. I'm I'm good. I I don't know. I'm I I really I really enjoy grilling shit. I just need to get my steak game. You certainly do. Because my wife makes really good steaks with a cast iron pot. And they're off the hook. And we use like a like a like a garlic butter when she does it. It's fucking awesome. So we pretty much Wait. So explain the cast iron pot. You talking so about a pan. pot, not a skillet. Cast iron pan. Okay. So, so like basically like a skillet for the most skillet, part. Skillet, yeah. Okay. So she so ended up doing basically, you know, you do the cooking through on that and then throw it in the oven to get the, the, the char. Right, 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 right. Yep. Ah, yep. man. It's good fucking good. eating. Almost to the point I like that better than actually grilling, but I love grilling shit. So I'll grill any fucking thing. Like I really want to find some obscure shit to grill this before the year is out. Like but I grill all year, so I'll grill in the winter. <laughs> Define obscure. I don't know, like some some like I would really like to grill like some I don't know some other like obscure meat like I don't say deer is not obscure, but a lot of people don't. I like hear it. that buffalo is hot, like do their streets buffalo like, buffalo, buffalo is gr- like a good yeah their ground meat is like hella expensive. That shit is almost it is, like yeah eight ninety nine a pound for ground meat, not even like like steaks and shit like straight just ground meat is like really high. Um, I don't know if they still do it, but, uh, what's the burger place used to sell like the pound burgers? Uh, um, it used to be up in, um, on Jefferson, the burger spot. Fuddruckers? Yeah. They used to do <laughs> the same time. Fuddruckers? Fuddruckers used to do, uh, like these like ostrich burgers and buffalo mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I don't know if they still do it cause I haven't been. I don't even know if they still were there. Well, they're not there. Oh, okay. I think it's like a, uh, um. Um, like a a clinic or something, uh, not even not emergency, but what's the uh, not em- what's the what's the I think it's a tier nine from what an emergency like uh I forget the name the term of it, but if you ain't got an emergency, you can go there for like emergency. Shit. What are you talking like about? Like a hospital, like emergency, like it's a doctor's office now, urgent care. That's what oh, it okay. is. I think it's an urgent care place now, but I think it's uh it's still a Buffalo. I mean, I'm sorry, Buffalo. It's still a uh, one of those in um at Fairlane, right next to the theater. A Fuddruckers? Yeah, right next to the theater. Hmm. Um, I knew it was one. It's one out in like Square Lake and Woodward. I think it's it's one out there. I don't know that know that one because I used to work out there. I used to go to that one. But other than that, I don't know. Have you been much. to Hot Toppings? Yes, Hot Toppings is fucking awesome. Where did you, you get been? there? I've had it a few times, so... Man, let me tell you. My fucking mom used to live... She don't live over there anymore? Within... No. She she just moved to Southfield um, last week. But she used to live over by Hot Topping. Hot Topping is dope. And then I... Like, our house that we grew up in is on, in that area. So, like... So, Hot Toppings is at Schoolcraft and Greenfield. We lived at Hubble and Greenfield. No, well, Hubble and Greenfield, they don't intersect. We'll say Plymouth and Greenfield. So, like, it's like damn near walking distance to that bitch. I well, we but Hot Topic wasn't around back then. But, like, where she lived right now, or where she used to live, is walking distance to fucking Hot Toppings. I've never been there, and I need to go. Dude, I've, I had the... Uh... 
I don't know what the burger was at the time, and I don't know if it's called now, but the burger where they had, it was a regular burger. It was like a double meat burger, uh-huh. and the bun was grilled cheese. Yes, they have that. I had that shit. Yes, that they shit. have that. It's called like a, somewhere the R, but I don't remember. But they have that, but you can get it with any burger. So you can mm-hmm. say, like, I want this burger, but I want the grilled cheese fucking bun. So you have grilled cheese on top and bottom, like. Nah, I, Dude, I gotta, I gotta message them asking what their hours are because I don't stop there twice and they were closed and I don't know what the fuck happened. Yeah, like they for me, like my main time to be able to go would be Sunday and they're not. I don't even think they're open on Sunday. But man, so I've had, I've had yeah. some good stuff there and I've been I always. I want to go there so bad. I don't understand burgers with the uh, the the donuts though as buns. I can eat that shit. Yeah, that's weird. I like it's it's interesting in the sense of like. Let me try some shit that's different and say that I had that, but I can't really see that being good. Like, eh, I'm okay. Yeah, they're Whatever. they're they're pretty good. I think I've had a few burgers there. I want and, that grilled cheese joint though. But yeah, that grilled cheese joint, the grilled cheese bun. So it's pretty much two grilled cheese. Yeah, sandwiches. Grilled and cheese then on you top, grilled cheese on bottom with burger whatever. shit in the middle. And, I, and they they have a garlic mayo. That shit's awesome. Oh, they had a garlic mayo. I love fucking garlic shit, man. Shit. Man, anything with garlic is good. Anything I don't with care garlic what it is. is good. Anything with garlic is good. Anything with garlic is good. And I like the like. For me, like sauteed mushrooms and onions are great on anything. And um, you said garlic. And there's one other thing that I really like to throw on everything. Oh, like, I kind of got, like, on, on a kick of, like, putting fried eggs on, like, burgers and shit, I was just about dog. to say an egg. Like, do you That's do been my shit lately, man. Like, throwing fried eggs on burgers and shit. That's I, been my like, shit. Like, my my ideal burger, if I had to pick a burger, it would probably definitely have a fried egg. You know, the, the normal trimmings, lettuce, tomato, grilled onions, mushrooms, garlic mayo, uh... If I could get out on an onion roll, I would be in heaven. Bacon? Bacon? Shit, bacon, yeah. That's, that's obviously, no, yeah. yeah. Obviously bacon. <laughs> like, bacon, mushrooms, lettuce, tomatoes, grilled onions, mushrooms, shit. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I've never had cilantro on a burger. That might be good. I don't know why. Hmm. Maybe so. I don't I know. Wonder. Yeah. I would try. I heard there's, like, that certain people are genetically disposed to not like a cilantro. Like they shit. have like a that's a fuckboy trait. I agree, but I heard that cilantro tastes completely different to certain types of people. Like for me, cilantro is the shit. Like I don't even want a taco without cilantro. I had, but like I heard that people taste cilantro and it tastes totally different to them. It's like totally fucked up. I had cilantro in coleslaw recently, and it changed my view on coleslaw. I'm not a big cilantro. I mean, I'm, I'm not a big coleslaw fan, but me neither. Cilantro, I feel like will is, kill my, everything. Everybody tells me that my mom makes really good coleslaw. I've never liked coleslaw. <laughs> like I take their word for it. I take their word for it. I've never been a big fan of coleslaw. I'm not a coleslaw but fan. I had either. or Safari. Safari made some some coleslaw with with cilantro Weeded. in it. <laughs> right, and it was fucking. Awesome, like I mean, so mm. I it was funny. I'm eating, I'm seeing the green in it. And I'm like, man, this would be this before I took a fork of it. Like this would be so dope with cilantro. And I had, I was like, my nigga, like I did like the, the Denzel face and, <laughs> and fucking tra- training day. Like man, I was all fucking smiles. Cilantro and garlic, 
pretty much make untouchable. Well, I think my household is not a true uh, cilantro fan, so it could be one of those things. <sighs> Man, I'm a cilantro. I looked on. Fiend, I, I made on, on I Pinterest. Love cilantro on Pinterest. I had looked up this uh, cilantro rice and made Man. it. It was fucking awesome, dog. It was it was just regular white rice, and I believe only seasonings were used was uh, like chicken bouillon cubes. Chicken mm-hmm. bouillon cubes and cilantro. Shit was dope. I think it was like a side to like for like we made tacos or some shit like that. Just to have Sounds a, great. Man, oh fucking. I love man. cilantro so much. I love cilantro and I love rosemary. Those are my two go to joints, man. Cilantro and rosemary. Obviously for different for yeah. different foods, but like Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Man, love them. Love them. So um last thing I want to talk about, how, where are we at? Two our, hours. So we Ooh, really, we so we really giving five hours of like shit this week. Well, they can fucking deal. So, um, and I'm out of drink. Last this thing I want to talk about, I am, I'm pushing it too. Um, last thing I want to talk about was the reaction to fucking Michael Vick signing with the Steelers, dog. Like, so man, that shit was crazy. The shit that, that I saw. So, what did you see? I saw mad motherfucker saying, "I can accept Ben Roethlisberger." And his previous fucking flaws. But I can't deal with Michael Vick fucking his shit with dogs. Like, are you fucking serious, dog? This Steelers fan. And they were saying, like, if you guys sign Michael Vick, then we're going to protest. We're going to do this. We're going to fucking do that. And it and, was protest, too. And they were. All six of them. They were out there like, hey, all six of us, we're going to be out here. And we're not gonna we're gonna be mad about y'all signing Michael Vick, like. Look what I found. Like, yeah, like you three found shots. like yeah, <laughs> like yeah. We can't fuck with Michael Vick because he had his situation with dogs. But we could we could. I saw literally. I posted a tweet where a chick said, "I can forgive Ben Ben for what he did, but I cannot forgive Michael Vick." And I said, "God damn, man!" Like, and they were protesting. Like it was people out with fucking picket signs. Over dogs. And, like, man, I, I can see motherfuckers, like, having feelings for dogs. But, like, man, when you place dog life over human life, that's what that's what fucks with me, man. Like, Ben Roethlisberger out here raping bitches, dog. And, like, rape is, like, the most unacceptable shit on every platform. Like, Facebook, Twitter, life, everything, man. Like, nobody fucks with rape. But when it's fucking dogs, fuck rape. We ain't fuck with this nigga who killed dogs. Like, and and Michael Vick served time for his crime. Ben Roethlisberger didn't, dog. He didn't. He fucking caught the plea, man. He he caught the plea over his rape shit. Man, that shit is the most craziest shit I've seen ever. Man, I ever. can't believe that shit, dog. Like, yeah, y'all really. They're flat out like I can forgive Ben, but Piss- I can't. Pittsburgh I can't, is a. Piss- I can't get over Mike Vick. Pittsburgh is a strange, 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 strange ass place. I think that's Pittsburgh, man. I feel like that's everywhere, dog. Like, I feel like people in general will place dog life over fucking black life. And granted, Ben Roethlisberger is not his situation ain't, ain't some black shit. So I don't want to make it into some race shit. But you think if Roethlisberger was black, they would have supported him as much? No, I feel like if Ben Roethlisberger, I, I think. All other things even, if Ben Roethlisberger 
raped a black chick and Michael Vick killed dogs, the Michael Vick shit would be far more upsetting and outrageous to white people than what Ben Roethlisberger did. Like, they have no fucking country for fucking killing dogs. But if you fucking rape somebody, apparently, according to Steelers fans, that's not as bad as fucking up dogs. And, I mean, man, white people like to fucking tongue kiss their dogs and fuck them in their ass. They they fucking love dogs, man. Like, let me put my dog dick in my mouth. I don't is it any coincidence care. that he signed on National Dog Day? What? Did he sign? I think his signing was like on National Dog Day. Oh, today. no. I'm sorry. Take that yes, back. Yes, today was his National, was national Day. No, yesterday. It was National oh, Hot Dog Day. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> 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 man. Out of control, man. Out of control, dog. I can't forgive Ben Roethlisberger for raping somebody's daughter, but I can fucking... I I can get over that, but I can't get over Michael Vick doing dog fights. Like, and I said back when that shit happened, I was like, so dog life is more valuable than black life to y'all? Like, All day. All, twice, and it really it is all day right, all day and twice on Sundays like black life is inferior to dog life across the board they be mm. out here fucking tongue kissing they dogs and shit like let me fucking they would like they would let they dog put they dick in they ass before they fucking let a fucking <laughs> black man fuck they white ass daughter man like <sighs> that shit is crazy man yeah, I thought it was quite interesting. I, I I hadn't really looked into it too much. I saw that they were, but I was just like, you know, some whites are just going white. You know what I'm saying? I'm just happy for the whites that I do know that are, like, upstanding, cool folks. Because there's some real fucked up ones out here, boy. Boy, it I really tell you. Is. It really straight is. fucked up. I don't even really... It's really difficult for me to wrap my head around the the mentality of these people. Like, that shit is really, like, hard for me to grasp that you can be that upset about some dogs, but, like, be cool with rape. Like, and it, not, and even giving them the benefit of the doubt to say that they're not cool with rape, but, like, the fact that you were to rank dog life over rape life, like, uh, well... Is rape life... Ben, Rob- ben Roethlisberger raped some people, but, uh, but... That dog shit got me fucked up. Like, wow. Wow. And what the crazy part is, it was more women. Boy, uh, it was like, women. It was like all women. Like, you realize that he raped women. Right. Like, like people like your kind. And it Yo, wasn't even like. Like, six it wasn't, people showed up. And it was white women that yes, he raped. it was all white no, I'm just women. saying that he actually raped. So. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, it was. So, it's like, a woman looked just like you. Not like. <laughs> A black woman or another woman, a woman look just like you. Same hair, same complexion, you know, all that yep. shit. And yet, you're like, you know what? He's cool. Fuck I'm a, Vic. I'm going to let that shit fuck slide. Vic, I'm going to find fuck, a way to let that shit slide. Fuck Vic, the the, the person who, you know, what just happened? They're like legit children. Two houses over. They oh. were outside. Like, and children, not like. Teenage, like, like I saw somebody who couldn't be older than like eight. That's what happens in the life of my hood. It's just, yeah, well, you know, it's crazy the, the the fact that I live 
on the last block of Detroit. All of the shit happens. We all need to move to the suburbs. I'm down. When are you moving? Immediately. As soon as I can. But yeah, like, the the, the fact that <laughs> he could, like, rape and, like, people be like, eh, I can forgive it. And they're like, he wasn't, I saw somebody say he wasn't accused of rape. Um, are you, like, did you read shit? Like, he bought, he paid, he fucking, uh, What's it? What's it called when you you buy it out? Uh, the uh, a plea he plea a plea deal, like he paid him off to drop the case, and like they're like, uh, well, eh, I can forgive him, but what Mike Vick did is unforgivable. It's a fucking dog, yo! Like, wow, like wow. And then they said like, we're gonna protest, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that, we're gonna be out here like. Uh, we're gonna ch- shift teams. Like, I I saw somebody who's like, I've been a Steelers fan for fifty years. Now I'm gonna be a Ravens fan. But then when it really boiled down to it, today there were literally six women outside of the fucking Steelers practice facility, fucking protesting. Six women, six. To me, made All no white. fucking sense. All white, none. Like none, like at all. Yeah, and that's part of the reason why I'm like, why the, for me, the shit is so fucking racial, dog. Like, come on, dog. Like, y'all, six white women out here protesting Michael Vick. But you sat at home and fucking baked your fucking pineapple upside down cake when Ben Roethlisberger was raping bitches. Pineapple upside down cake Fuck sounds so here, good man. right about now, too. Damn. I yeah, need some desserts, but, man. Yeah, but. Well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. White so, on white. Yeah. So, I think we've reached the end. Uh, any closing words? Uh, nothing. Uh, no, nothing Nothing suitable. Okay, that's that's fair. I have nothing nice to say. Um, well. To end the podcast. Yeah, me neither. Uh, me fucked up, whatever I would say. Thanks for listening to our 61st episode of the Web of the Podcast. Uh, yeah, that get these, uh, get these six hours of uh, <laughs> uh podcast. Six we're, hours of podcast in one week. We'll be like back to our it. our normal schedule. So we're posting to we're posting Thursday tomorrow. So we won't have another post to the following Monday. So it's by then, you know, but you got time to catch up. You got de- definitely time to catch up. Uh, start at one, and then just keep going, and then you get to sixty one. You know what I, you know what I want. I want some of our listeners to participate in these racial discussions. Because we'd be having, like, mad, like, racial discussions. And then we got, like, two or three people who will be like, yeah, I agree or disagree or whatever, who, who actually participate. But, like, man, we getting... Our podcast, our podcast have been getting, like, a pretty decent amount of plays lately. And I would like to see some of them people, you know, I guess challenge us. Because we, we had a pretty back and forth like not necessarily agreeing on everything uh discussion about the shit that happened today and I would like to get some I would like for y'all to submit ideas on not ideas uh submit opinions on what you feel about the uh the shooting that happened to the, that happened today and uh the excuse me the 
racial ramifications of all that shit. Like, I would like to hear some more opinions. So we go. We, we be firing off opinions. And nobody say shit. So I would like to hear some opinions. I think on our. Shit. I think our podcast is is unique in the fact that we definitely don't agree about a, a lot of shit. And I think it's good. I, I, I think listen, we do agree, but well, I think when it you know, I think a lot of podcasts. They tend to agree just for the sake of agreeing because of, you know, no dissension in the, the, the podcast or some shit. Yeah, but, you know, that. I think, you know, having your own opinion and especially since because it's so many fucking podcasts out right now. Like everybody has a fucking podcast. Right. And, you know, it's like we're, we're not new to this shit. You know, we've been doing this shit for over a year now. So it's like, you know, I feel like, you know, we we've had our, our foot in this shit for a minute now. And even before podcast was, yeah, podcast wasn't popular when we started this shit. I yeah, I would agree with that. No, they weren't. I mean, they are now, but you know, everybody, are, every, everybody has a podcast, and I think you right. know what can separate you is having a good podcast, just not a podcast, just for the sake of recording some shit and you know wanting to be heard or whatever. So you know, we just want to we want to make sure we're we're the better podcast and. You know, so forth. So and encourage y'all to engage us. That's the, that thing, and I think f- yeah. I think to engage us, we really need to really push posts to have you guys just you know questioning you guys and so forth. So yeah, and we got probably like a week and a half to like really push engagement on the last two episodes. So we should push that and you know get people to interact and shit, and we can have like a good because we haven't really had. Something where we we were like reading responses and shit like in a that. while, in a yeah, long in a while. while. So, so we like, go, we go push that because we want responses. Yeah. We want we want questions more so. I mean, I shouldn't say more so. We want questions. questions we, want, comments, we want responses. Yeah. Emails, tweets, Facebook posts, shit like that. So pokes. No, pokes. I'm just kidding. No, we don't want nobody. No. <laughs> Facebook pokes. Pause. <laughs> um, so anyhow, uh, you know how to reach us. What of the podcast at Gmail. Uh, what of the podcast Twitter. Uh, what of the podcast Facebook. Everything, you know what? I was wondering. Do you think we should do a, a, a what up though podcast? Uh, ask dot com. Ask me. Wait, you, ask? Know the, you know the ask dot com. You know where you ever seen on Twitter where you could do like the anonymous questions through ask the ask like app. Yeah. What do you think about adding that to the podcast? Mm, I uh, I don't know because I feel like nobody really has a need to ask anything anonymously. But I think for people that don't want to ask and put their name on the shit, we can get it. It's not like we have to read all of them. I mean, we can present that as an option, but I feel like there's not really anybody who's listening who's afraid to ask a question. I think there's a lot of people that's afraid to ask. You think so? I think so. Okay, well, then, yeah. I think so. I think, <laughs> yeah. I, I think, it, I mean, yeah, cool. I think Anonymous would be cool. You know, I think, you know, yeah, I, I, I thought about that some some po- mini podcasts ago of adding people, that. Because people if could that just, happen, I'll be... I'd be surprised, but pleasantly I'm a, surprised. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it maybe tomorrow or something like that, and then just put it and just see what happens. So we can do that, and then combine with um, finding a, a replacement for me. Yes. Yeah. For a week. So yeah. one podcast. And are you going? Are you going one week or two? Two. So maybe two weeks. We we could potentially do two weeks of of a replacement Mike podcast. So we're gonna work on that. 
But we're going to end this for the second. I'm going to interview, not interview, but I'm going to I'm going to have a say in whoever's replacing me cuz oh, I'm not course. I'm not leaving anytime soon. You get, so like I'm not going for 3 weeks. So if you want to be the person who replaced me, I'm going to have a say in, get, in who you are. I mean, so. you you have a, you have a 50% share, so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so be careful. Yeah, so we're going to we're going to for so for the next couple of weeks we're going to be pushing questions and we're going to be pushing potential replacements while temporary Temporary not permanent replacements. Yeah. Wow. Temporary. Mike is uh, honeymooning. Because you over. ain't gonna fuck with me, whoever you are. <laughs> uh, no while Mike what. is honeymooning out in wherever he's honeymooning at, I guess if <coughs> Thailand. <coughs> I just want a shot glass. Just bring me a shot glass. That's all I want. I'm gonna make a bunch of shit. Cool. So, anyways, uh, I heard they. I heard bitches shoot ping pong balls with their pussy in Thailand. All right, cool. On that note, we're gonna go and uh, <laughs> next week. <laughs> On that note, I wanna. <laughs> I'm going to pay for all my pussy juices. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll talk later. All right, cool. Peace. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>